1: will tell you where both the sailors and the pirates are hanging out on this episode of the Toonami Faithful podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have...
2: Paul Beskrillo, the founder of com, and
3: Ed.
2: Editorial writer, VLORDGTZ
1: And...
4: Another editorial writer, LaserKid
1: So, we got some news that... then more news And then more news, yes And then
2: some more <laughs> And then uh, some
1: more well, uh, well, yes, actually,
2: <laughs> you're all welcome. Even though uh, I did nothing,
1: <laughs> we uh, we didn't set out to interview Jason Demarco about these things, but it just kind of happened all over Twitter. Uh,
2: uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into that, uh, we we got we got the premiere date for the Shenmue the animation. That is going to be February 5th at 12.30. Uh, Why 12.30? Well, Black Lotus is actually not over quite yet. It will still be on at midnight that night. But that will be the last episode, which does leave one wondering what's coming in at midnight. And we'll talk about that a bit later. But Shenmue, it honestly is coming much sooner than I would have expected. And... I mean, I'm for it. I, uh, <laughs> Toonami could definitely use an injection of uh, interest right now. So why not? It just kind of worked out, I guess.
4: Hooray for Shenmue. I was probably expecting this in like three or four months, to be honest.
2: Yeah, same here. And same,
1: I, same. Like spring, I,
4: maybe,
2: at the earliest? Summer? And I, And I definitely <laughs> like the animation, by the way. Oh, it's so pretty. Oh, it's so
4: is, good. It is so... It makes my old soul happy to see Shenmue look
1: this good. <laughs> some article that's titled, The New Shenmue Anime Looks Way Better Than It Deserves To. It, 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 it's, it's true. <laughs> it I has love any my Shenmue, right to be.
4: It really does look way better than it has any right to be. I mean,
0: realistically, it shouldn't even exist, so... No. <laughs>
4: well, it's because it's Jason DeMarco has that uh,
1: dark power.
2: Didn't you say, Sketch, that... Um, there's different studios working on this? Uh,
1: well, there's two, sort of. Telecom Animation Film is the primary one, and Sola Entertainment is credited for production management. So, uh, But I don't think I ever really brought that up before. I'm only just noting that now as I'm looking at the article. Speaking of which, if you wanted a description for the anime story, here you go. In 1986, Yokosuka, uh, I believe that's a place.
4: It is, Re- Yokosuka, Japan.
1: Yeah. Uh, Ryo Hazuki has trained to master the Hazuki-style jiu-jitsu under his strict father in the Hazuki Dojo from his childhood. However, one day a mysterious man named Lon D murders his father and takes the mirror his father was protecting. Ryo is determined to find the truth behind his father's murder, but soon finds himself getting stuck in a war between the underground organizations. Traveling from Yokosuka to Hong Kong, Ryo's long journey begins. And there
4: will be much tomato marts and arcades in between. (laughs) And forklifts. And forklifts. We can hope. I, if the Tomato March song does not show up in the series,
1: I will riot.
2: <laughs> oh my.
1: Now, I am not at all well versed in Shenmue, as I've mentioned before. So uh, that's why Laser Kid is here.
4: I'm <laughs> an old man who played it when it was new. One of the five Shenmue fans. I am one of the five Shenmue fans. It's true. It's exciting to see, um, especially with the blunder of Shenmue 3. It's it's nice to see something done with Shenmue that I can actually be excited for and be like, hey, this could be really good. Maybe this will be the way we get the rest of the story. And if so, fine. I, I want to see how this story
1: goes. That would be nice. So a bit of interesting uh, development here. I would not have expected Sentai Studios to be the ones dubbing this, but so it would seem they are the studio dubbing it.
4: That definitely threw me. Although I'm, I'm liking the voice cast so far. It's definitely not the game cast, which I, I kind of half hoped, but never expected they were going to use the game cast. But these are pretty good choices. They all feel pretty, pretty accurate, pretty close to what I'd expect.
1: Yeah, based on... Uh what i have heard of the line delivery in uh the shin games
3: <laughs> I, I think austin Tin- <laughs> i
1: think austin Tindall is doing a good job of kind of inheriting the spirit of that and good, yes good on, definitely
0: good on while making it listenable <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah i mean i i love the original rio rio being voices, able but... to emote apparently this is considered wrong <laughs>
4: Oh, he can emote, just very cornily. <laughs>
0: Father. He definitely seems like more of like the stoic top type, uh, kind of like a Jonathan Joestar.
4: Yeah, so, I think mm, that's a fair point. Yeah, him. yeah. I think Except so. he
2: wasn't—he wasn't stolen away from Toonami. Ooh.
3: Ooh.
4: <laughs> well, Jonathan Joestar wasn't stolen away from Toonami. but no. the, but JoJo was. Yeah, but he's he's you yeah, know, Jonathan all Jonathan's appearances were on Tsunami, it's fine.
2: Actually Jojo was stolen away from everybody, but that, well, yeah. That's here is Jojo <laughs> was stolen, but that's neither
1: here nor there, Paul, but I did enjoy what has been released of Stone Ocean. It's amazing. You should watch it. I One of the best JoJos. Still.
2: And I won't be watching it. So continue.
1: You're lost. Anyway, uh yeah, so it's it's interesting that that Sentai is dubbing this. I mean, just when Food Wars disappeared, Maiden Abyss showed up, so we still had our Sentai quota, so to speak, but even more Sentai. So that's that's neat. It's it's nice to hear different voice pools uh, presented on Toonami. Even though a lot of these more recent dubs have been kind of intermingling. So when I saw Austin Tyndall was cast as Ryo, I was like, oh, is he like working for a, a Los Angeles studio? Did Funimation get to dub this? What- what's going on here? But no, <laughs> it's Sentai. And it's not the first time he's worked with them. He, uh... <laughs> oh gosh, he's the lead in Domestic Girlfriend. Why? <laughs> oh no. <sighs> And uh, I I think his first at least significant role that he did for Sentai was uh oh what is the name of that uh Mecha show oh it's it's from the it's from the writer directors of Gundam Seed Fafner. Uh. No, 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 no,
0: no. It's like no. Ange something? Cross Ange? Yeah, Cross Ange.
1: Cross Ange. Mm, oh. Which oh. at least some point I joked about potentially airing on tsunami.
4: Oh no. <laughs> oh no.
1: I'm still for it. <laughs> it is a beautiful mess that would be yeah, uh, it is fun bad. to watch along with other people. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, but maybe not. But and, of course, we've been hearing uh, plenty of Austin Tyndall recently in Assassination Classroom, as he is karma, and he is so good in that role. Just just so, so good. Yeah. So, yeah, this is coming way sooner than any of us expected, and that was a very sudden announcement for a show that's coming in less than a month. <laughs> At least we got a trailer. I I I do I do yeah <laughs> I do wonder like why it wasn't announced sooner but I'm sure there are various reasons that can't really be gone into but who who knows it's uh, it's I, it, it's not like it came out of the blue per se because we knew it was coming we just didn't know when uh, once again, they're kind of bucking the trend of not being within the regular constraints of a Japanese season. So who, who knows what to expect from these uh, co-productions, though? I think this is the last one that Crunchyroll is involved with because Uzumaki is not, despite the fact that it was originally announced at a Crunchyroll panel. <laughs> Confusing, I know. The market is a strange beast. I might be wrong about Crunchyroll not being involved in anything else, but I think that's what Jason has said. But there are other productions that we have no information about yet that are in the works. And uh, considering Shenmue is coming this soon, I wonder if we'll be hearing something about some of those sooner than later. I guess we'll see.
4: Mega Man coming soon because Toonami just keeps targeting me specifically lately.
1: Oh, sorry, that one's going to Netflix.
4: <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, they are making that. <laughs> that's show. right. Uh... Isn't
1: it live action? It is, yes. That's so because,
4: weird. Okay. I mean, there there is a live action fan film from a while back, so it can't hurt me too much. I've already seen some weird shit. <laughs>
0: But that's, like, something nobody wants.
1: Live-action Mega Man can't hurt me. It's not real. (laughs) It's not real, you guys. It's not real. Don't know what you're
4: talking about.
0: This is the real Mega Man 12. man,
4: I've seen bad box art, Mega Man. It just kind of inoculated me. Yeah, total aside, but I
1: was really amused when bad box art Mega Man showed up in, what was it, Tekken versus Street, Street Fighter? Tekken.
4: Yep, yep. <laughs> oh man, the Mega Man community lost their minds because it was like right after a series of Mega Man cancellations, so people were like taking it as a slight. It's like,
0: hey, here's box art Mega Man. Everyone loves him, right? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah
4: we just, You know, we just cancelled Mega Man Legends 3 and, you know, Mega Man Universe. Here, have, have bad box art Mega Man. That's what you want, right? In a
0: game that has tons
4: of glitches. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, I don't miss that era
1: of Capcom. And we never got the other half of that Street Fighter versus Tekken thing.
0: Nope. That's just in the void at this point. It's,
1: it's a shame. It's a shame. Oh, well. One can only wonder what uh, other not incredibly popular video game Toonami might dig up for making a show out of. <laughs>
4: Shining Force, the animation. Yeah, let's go. <laughs>
2: I just want to send a plate anime. Oh,
4: DeMar- oh that would be good.
2: De- DeMarco did say that he would make a RoboCop anime if he could.
1: Yeah. Except so, yeah. Sony.
2: Yeah. <laughs> a big barrier there. Um, but uh speaking of surprises.
1: Yeah. So the mm-hmm. other Big shocking news, which isn't news to anybody who's listened to our previous podcast, because both this and uh, Moon were mentioned, at least in passing. But there was a focus on a different topic, so we didn't really go into it. Yeah, hell has frozen over once again, and One Piece is back on tsunami. I give up
4: predicting anything. I, I cannot guess anymore, because I never would.
2: I'm the biggest <laughs> One Piece fan, but I never saw this coming. Well, same. I mean, as I said on Twitter, I if you if you were to ask me, was this on my radar? I probably would have told you you're smoking something Mm because this was not even anywhere near my radar, nor was it like something I was like, oh, yeah, that's going to be on Toonami, especially when it's on Netflix, Hulu, insert streaming service, whatever. So,
0: yeah. And it's a show we know that didn't do well on the block. So it's like, it's weird to see it packed.
4: And and it's, it's a show that has problems with, with broadcast on why it would, you know, be difficult to show to an, any audience. So I never expected them to even try it again.
2: By the way, speaking of one piece, um, and as of right, as of recording this podcast, we exclusively have the promo up on our social media. So, um, You'll probably be hearing this later on, but, you know, just make sure you check that out, too, because, you know, they did make a nice promo. God, I love it when 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 they have Tom actually do it. Oh, um, yeah, I think that's a lot better and they should do more of that. But I understand if it's like because Steve's busy or whatever. So but that was a nice touch, too. Yeah. But um,
1: <laughs> they also. Kind of slighted Fena by reminding us that One Piece is the greatest pirate anime.
2: <laughs> yeah, but Poor you know what's <laughs> you know what's really interesting though is now you know we were kind of joking how it would be interesting to have One Piece and then Fena play. Now that it actually can happen.
3: It
1: could. I'm and a little fit, surprised yeah? that it's not happening. I, yet. I
2: think it will. I think it will eventually, because I think that would be a good pairing. Obviously, it makes sense. But um, you know. Listen, I don't try to get Jason's attention unlike certain people, but um, apparently my tweet, even though it wasn't directed in a negative way or even tagged Jason in it, kind of, uh, I guess, got his attention or maybe he just decided that, hey, you know what, maybe I need to give everybody more information You created Uh, a disturbance in the force. I I did. (laughs) And and I remember I'm looking, I'm at work, and I'm like, why in the hell is Jason tweeting me?
1: I feel like Jason does these data dumps on a whim.
2: I think he does. Um, I think maybe he was just bored or something, or maybe he was like, you know what, maybe I need to get more information out here, and I know that if I do it this way, it'll be done in a proper way. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't try to read into these things because... If I do, I'm going to look at myself and go, okay, then. Anyway, so what I tweeted originally was, and it was two tweets, I said, so I have my opinions on One Piece. Y'all have heard, heard it on the podcast several times, and I can get into that later. But um, that said, I think this is a good movie, good move for the block. We need another long-running show, and honestly, One Piece is a good choice. Now go get fairy tale laugh out loud. Obviously, I was joking about that. (laughs) Because everybody asks for fairy tale, and I joke about that all the time. Because I'm like, that's all I that's all we would see for the longest time. Sketch will tell you. Like fairy tale, fairy tale, fairy tale, fairy tale. I think it was in the top five a couple times. Anyways, my second tweet was: it's a welcome surprise. I like surprises, and I and if you think this was on my radar of shows coming back to tsunami, you'd be wrong. Goes to show. excuse me, goes to show you that show rights are very interesting these days. And just because Insert Streamer has a show doesn't mean they can't get it. And then what was it about maybe almost 12 to 24 hours later, Jason just starts responding to that tweet. And again, I didn't, as you heard, I didn't tag him, nor was it anything negative. So nor did he have a negative response, but I'll I'll kind of read them and then you know sketch if I miss something. Please chime in. Mm-hmm. Um, his first response was, "All I can say is that one piece came back largely because the way we get the show is different from most other shows that Funimation distributes, and Toby very much wanted us to run it. And yes, the TV landscape has changed utterly from what it was when we took when we took off of." I think what he meant was when we were taking when off he the took air. it off
1: when he took it off the air.
2: Oh when he took it off the air, yeah. So yeah. I mean what
1: reluctantly, that, I might add. They were yeah. always reluctant. They were to very sad about place. it. They even made a like a
4: farewell music video for they them. They did.
2: And mm-hmm. I, I take from just that one tweet and I'll, I'll I'll read the other two that I have, and then there's I have to go through my feed because they're buried because Twitter can't make this easy or anything. Um Um, but basically, and maybe I'm wrong about this sketch, but I think this is another one of those situations where Japanese company says, put that shit on TV Mm -hmm. Mm
3: -hmm. and
2: Tsunami was, they overrode Funimation and said, give it to them or we're going to take it away from you kind of thing.
1: Eh, probably not to that extreme. The the thing about One Piece is Tobi probably has always been in charge of the TV deal, Right. And, yeah. And and even though Funimation is the one who dubs it, now Toei actually more or less handles the dub themselves, even though it's still using the same Funimation actors and studio. Yeah. actors with
4: uh, Dragon Ball Super, really. And
1: it's like funded by some, uh, like some fund to handle distributing Japanese products. <laughs> so it's, it's a totally different beast than when Funimation was footing the bell. Yes. And that could very much be a factor in this as well. But as, as soon as I thought about why they could potentially have brought one piece back, I immediately got to thinking, this is probably a Toei thing. <laughs> And yeah. he flat out says, because it's different than most shows that Funimation distributes, and there you go. Yeah. It's well, it's Toei.
2: I also think that you know it's the thing that Toonami's been six. How do I say this? So I I think Toonami has been more successful with keeping the block on the air by having long running shows like a share like a like a Naruto Shippuden and the Dragon Ball Super, because by putting those shows on, you have tons of episodes. And with One Piece, it's not even finished, so you have way more than enough episodes to play. Um, where you can Skip just, 500
1: you know, episodes, and there's still more than 500 yeah,
2: exactly. Episodes. Yeah. Exactly. So basically, you know, this is a good move for them because they can use this as a way to not only fill space, like they're doing, but also because- they need to have more long running shows. And honestly, there's not really many long running shows out there left. Yes. I can hear people already. And I could have seen them on Twitter the other day going, well, oh, what about Berto? Oh, yes. I know about that. Who knows? That may show back up again, too. Who knows? I'm not saying that that's a po- I'm not saying that's not going to happen, but since one piece showed back up, I mean, <laughs> there's nothing saying that this, that that won't show back up. But speaking of long-running shows, let's let's talk about the second tweet, um, which is again, again, I was completely joking about fairy tale. But, and by the way, when when you hear this tweet, this is kind of, and sketch can kind of, you know, um, corroborate what I'm about to say. Like, this is the kind of thing that Jason says in a more of a private setting, that you're seeing in a public setting. You know, you don't get to see this kind of thing where he says, you know well i'll read it to you also we've tried to get fairy tale before and couldn't agree on pricing we will likely try again it takes 2 or if you add distributors and our lawyers 4 to tango what might seem like an easy layup to someone not in the business is often not enough said that's kind of that's the kind of thing that we hear behind this that we we get told behind the scenes in a different way but i mean that's kind of what we've heard you know I mean, I'll be honest with you. I at when I when Tsunami first came back, there were some things that I didn't like. But being educated about the TV business by Jason and the and the people at Adult Swim, and I'm not and I'm not saying this to suck up. I'm being honest. Sketch can can tell you. I'm not I'm not he's heard the same things. You know, Sketch got to ask them a shit ton of questions that one time that he was in Atlanta with us, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, it, it, you, when you get to know what's really going on, you understand more and you get this knowledge of, oh, okay. So they're trying, but there's shit in the way that prevents them from doing certain things. And it's out of their control. So um, when you see stuff like this, pay attention because you're going to be educated by that. But um, getting back to the main thing, fairy tale, I didn't even actually, I don't think they've ever said that they actually tried to get it before. no so that's a new piece of news
1: um i and some will take it well and others will take it like oh no (laughs) what i find
0: interesting about that too is the fact that he's even saying like he wants to try again to get it which like i'm a bit surprised because he's got space to
1: fill (laughs) i mean i I guess but like
0: actually saying the intention that hey i'm gonna go back and try is like I mean, interesting is, to me. It's
1: getting pretty old at this point. It's well, I mean, old I'm mean finished,
4: but there would still probably be an audience
2: for but, it. But but as we've seen with like a show like Assassination Classroom, even an older show, and I an assassination classroom, mind you, is not as old as Fairy Tale, but after a while, when you put a show on TV, sometimes people start watching and tuning in. We've seen that with Assassination Classroom, at least sure. initially. So well, it sometimes forms curation for stuff that may have been missed which is always good right. and and by the way when i say that i don't mean a million people are watching Assassination classroom <laughs> no i'm talking about okay maybe it was 200,000 viewers and now it's 300 something like that like a, a a bump that is noticeable where you go huh okay this worked because let's face facts tv's not if it's outside of live sports like You're not doing millions of viewers. I hate to say that, but that's just how it is in TV at the moment. I mean, there's exceptions, but obviously, you know, you guys know what I mean. Like, you know, it's very bad. So that was some interesting news. Um, And then he added as well in this next tweet, to survive in this – and I think he didn't want to say exercise. I think he wanted to say to survive in the shrinking – I'm talking audience and budget climate we are in, Toonami is going to have to start changing – some some doors will be closing but i also think others will be opening we'll see and i'm like huh okay so and then he he said something about you know exercise and that my fat fingers whatever we don't need to read that one but um and yet you did anyway (laughs) no i didn't i i just paraphrased it because i don't even have it up in front of me honestly um So now I got to go through these tweets because, you know, like I said, this.
1: I've got some of these.
2: Oh, do you got them? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: So he's, he also went on to say that uh, when Paul inquired about getting One Piece kind of, you know, to make up for not getting Demon Slayer or whatever, he said, yeah, we had many shows lined up, including that. And we are no longer sure we can get any of them. Things appear to be changing.
0: Yeah. Definitely sounds like a
4: falling out with Funimation. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. It's well, really it's probably sad,
1: some...
4: but it makes... Well, yes, Parent Company definitely seems to be yeah. the, the situation, but it, it's sad, but it's also... it just makes sense, because let's be real here, at least for myself, a lot of the big stuff that's been on Funimation and Toonami, I, I was already watching on Funimation before it was on Toonami.
3: Yeah.
0: But I feel like because, like, Sony and Funimation have that deal with Hulu, too, like, that's probably a better platform, realistically, for a lot of their dubs as opposed to tsunami unfortunately.
1: Yeah, speaking of which, the Irregular Magic High School season one dub on Hulu exclusively—what?
4: That is so weird that it's not on Funimation, but it's on Hulu. Yeah. So but I'm, I'm. Of course, that dub hits two months after I gave up and watched a sub.
1: <laughs> of course.
4: Of course. I waited here. Got them (laughs) in like, yeah, fine. Oh yeah, because
0: they started with the season two dub, didn't they?
4: Yeah, Yeah. they did. I switched over to season two dub when I got there. Which by uh, the way, yeah.
2: Which by the way, like, I, I was saying this off the podcast, and this was a separate tweet from a day before where I said, I just want to see Jason's version of Thundercats and then he puts that tweet of the Joker. I'm like, I'm going to fucking kill you. I swear to God. <laughs> if you're fucking making Thundercats, I swear to God, I will come. He's making Thundercats. He really is. I fly. will I will fly to wherever it's being made, and I will personally pay for everything and, and record that shit. The I don't fucking that care. That's going
1: on? I don't my have feet. that kind of money. I don't school. care. I'll go broke. I'm but fucking. Paul, what it. if
2: it's a sequel to Thundercats Roar?
1: Oh, no. Well, fuck that. I don't <laughs> think it would be. It oh, wouldn't no, be. But that. it'd no. be funny. All right, all right. Back to
2: focus here v lord so, go back to your room i have so, in my room well then go to the corner
1: paul went on to ask uh, should we probably expect mainly older shows in the near future coming to the block outside of originals to which jason replied not necessarily but more of them probably we will be in a place where we can take some weirder bets on shows we might not have been able to show before I'm yeah. very excited. It's
2: about Very this. exciting. Well, oh, oh, but but what was the next question I asked him? Uh, I'm not seeing it. It was yeah. Do you see what I'm talking about? Like it it, it makes me. Uh, I hate Twitter. Um. So <laughs> oh, yeah, I it's asked bad. <laughs> him, I mean, yeah. I mean, you're you're probably like looking at it, going, "I'm gonna shoot somebody," because yeah, I some of my tweets have gotten lost in. Uh, All this stupid mess of Twitter, because Twitter can't just make this, you know, make this easy. So if you remember, I asked him about, um, (laughs) I think he knew where I was going with this, but um, I had asked him about, you know, what about some other WB animated shows that are out there? And... Um, because and you you know which one I'm asking about. you know which one i'm I'm targeting mm-hmm. for that one. And if you were and if you guys remember what his response was was that uh, everything's on the table. So let me see if I can find that actual tweet because
1: <laughs> uh, also, you inquired if if um they would start to uh, look at shows that fans maybe wanted years ago and outside of what tsunami usually plays and he was very candid in saying there's so much churn in the market right now that he has no idea what Tsunami will look like in 6 months let alone a year so he can't really say
2: uh, let's see i'm trying to go through these tweets i'm sorry guys i'm i'm trying to find this right now oh i found it i posted oh, the team chat oh okay perfect uh this is why. This is why sketch edits. Uh... <laughs> Poor sketch. Poor sketch.
0: Well, yeah, we I mean, suffer. if Twitter
2: would make this easier for us, you know what I'm saying. Um. All right, so here's here's the exact thing that I said in response to that last thing that that sketch had read off. I was like, "Damn." Well, let me ask this: Would you, would one of those avenues be getting Warner Brother? I put WB, but Warner Brother animated shows possibly in the future. And would you ever consider doing something? Oh, I forgot about that. Would you ever consider doing something like *Tsunami Jetstream or is that out of the cards due to HBO Max? I mean, it's a, it's a valid question because this is something that people have asked about. Um, mm-hmm. And his response was Jetstream or something like it is not in the cards. With WB stuff, we are working internally to see what might be possible. Believe me, all options are on the table right now.
1: I'm not entirely sure how to take that phrase. Yeah. All options are on the table right now because I don't think he literally means, "Oh, we can get anything from Warner Brothers if we wanted." No,
2: it. no, I think, the, I, think the I think I think I think
4: that's kind of going for the sky's the limit. We don't know what we're going to get, <laughs> what we don't get.
1: Yeah, well, there's honestly not that many things that he has to look at because a lot of things would arguably be not really in Toonami's scope. But well, we know Young we know Justice is a
2: perfect yes. choice. There you go. Harley Quinn
1: is something they've already aired a bit of. yeah. So I would definitely like to see either of those on the block. And, you know, if they want to throw on some older DC stuff that is, you know, originally targeted at kids, that's fine too. They, there's, there's room for that kind of thing, at least in the rerun portion of the block.
0: Give us Batman the Brave and the Bold.
1: <laughs> yes. That's maybe a little too campy for Adult Swim Tsunami, but probably I let wouldn't me hate run, it
0: sketch. Let me the, dream. The,
1: the promos would be great. Oh <laughs> well, the the God. bumpers at least. They probably wouldn't <laughs> If it got a promo, it would only get one, and if it and bumpers uh probably like one set ever. Anyway, um yeah, but I was thinking more of the longs and lines of um Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Batman: The Animated Series, the all time classic, and show some love to Superman: The Animated Series. It's definitely underappreciated. Batman. But Batman Beyond, Batman Beyond, man, that's that that show was pretty dark for a kids show. Oh yeah, I mean,
4: it, Batman Beyond's even been on Toonami before,
1: so why not? Well, yeah, a bunch of those have. Yeah,
3: but really, way, so... what
1: we really want is for Warner Media to make. A show for Toonami. Yes, please. <laughs> please. Absolutely. A brand I new. Mean, how many
2: how many shows did they make back in the day for, for Toonami? Like, I mean, what was it? It was well, let's see. Um, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, um
1: Teen Titans,
2: Teen Titans.
1: These are really more made specifically for Cartoon Network and or Kids yeah. WB, but yeah. You know.
2: Um what was I want to say, well, it wasn't a Warner Brothers cartoon, but like, I mean, it's along the same vein. It was made by, I, I don't remember who, what studio did it, but the 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 newer He-Man, not the one that. The 2003 um, show. Correct, that one. Mike Young Productions. 2002. Okay, so that one that one they did was a Toonami original too, technically. So, I mean, and sort I'm, I of, honest,
1: they definitely yeah. promoted it as such, but.
2: So I mean that I mean I'd like to see them do more of that I I really wish they would have been able to play he-man do a he-man on tsunami I think that would have been great I mean
4: you're speaking to the guy who would like bounce off walls if they did that as long as it wasn't the Netflix show
2: Yeah I've heard that film
4: like this. You know I'd actually watched the CGI one on Tsunami but um, it, that's yeah
2: So and then I think this was kind of where I where I where I ended it cuz I I had two other questions. I'm actually going to ask him something else too, because it was, it's something that's been on my brain and I, I, I really want to ask him about it. Um, I asked him um, about like, do you have anything planned for the 10 year anniversary mm. of Tsunami coming back? And he said, we have big plans for Tsunami's upcoming 25th in March. We don't have quite the pack, the packaging budget we used to, but we, managed to stretch it and i think we have some really fun stuff for fans and then i also asked him what about to- Toonami tsunami immersion events anything planned or maybe continuing co- cosmo samurai because he did say he'd like to and i i wanted to say this to caboose the other day like he did say they wanted to continue cosmo samurai but they were kind of vague on it i
1: was pretty sure he said that there would be some more cosmo samurai in some they, capacity yeah.
2: Well, it was kind of like, yes, we want to do more, but we don't know if we can kind of thing, I think it was. Mm.
1: Yeah. Well, listen back to old podcasts. <laughs> I couldn't tell you which one. It probably wasn't even in the episode where we actually talk at length about Cosmo Samurai, but I digress.
2: <laughs> and his uh, his response to that was, yes, not saying to which.
1: Oh. Ah, purposefully vague, as as usual, Jason. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I did throw an additional question his way regarding uh, Fena, uh, Black Lotus, and Shenmue getting on HBO Max. And he said he thinks so, and they're working on it. So there you go. If, uh, if you're holding out to watch those on HBO Max, as apparently some people are doing with Smiling Friends.
2: Which is stupid.
1: It's a great show, by the way. You should definitely watch it. An
2: amazing show.
1: <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> Very quotable. Uh, yeah. That... Uh, I know some people would definitely appreciate... Like, for, for instance, Fena is only available dubbed on Adultsman's website right now, and if you don't have a cable login, you can't watch every episode for free. So it'd be nice if it was on HBO Max since it's not on Toonami. I, I think that would be great. Yeah, it makes the show more
0: accessible.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely don't care if these things show up on HBO Max after they've run on Toonami. <laughs> so by all means... I mean.
2: I mean, especially if it's a couple months later. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: But, I mean, once it's
4: run, it's just, you know, at that point, yeah. you have to have it in a place where you can watch it.
1: And put the Fooly Cooly dubs on HBO Max. The subs you know only I,
2: on Crunchyroll. You know what I don't understand that they haven't done yet? Speaking of HBO Max, and by the way, sorry if I lose my voice, but I kind of have a cold, too. Um, they... And some when they when they announced HBO Max originally, they talked about doing the service, doing a premiere service, and they've done that already. And then putting the Turner networks, Warner Media Networks, whatever. Excuse me, on um on HBO Max. So you could do all of it all together.
1: Yeah, like your TV plus streaming.
2: Right, and they haven't done it yet, and I'm well, just whenever they do, it's going to be a lot more expensive. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but I mean, I think that might help, hopefully, because if they do it right and they don't, they don't charge out the wazoo, so to speak, for it. I think it actually may help tsunami in some ways because, for honestly, sure. guys, honestly, a lot of people aren't watching tsunami because of cable prices going up,
3: mm-hmm. and.
2: Like, certain cable services losing or charging more for Turner Networks. So, or Warner Media. I'm sorry, I keep saying that. Warner Media Networks. And it's just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what to do because that's...
1: Lest we forget Comcast putting Cartoon Network on the highest tier.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: So, it's rough out there. <laughs> It would definitely be helpful if the uh, if HBO Max offered the Warner Media channels in some capacity.
2: You know, I think more people would go for that, honestly. Yeah, uh, like if, if that's was happened, affordable, I would, I would like easily cancel my Sling
0: and just switch over to that because that's all exactly. I really need.
4: That's exactly what I would do.
1: Yeah, me too. Though I did recently kind of up my Sling package so I could have FXX and. Uh, Turn to classic movies. (laughs) But I would part ways with that pretty easily, not going to (laughs) lie. But the options are as they are. Yep. It's unfortunate because, you know, people liked tuning into Toonami when it was simple to do so. You just turn on Adult Swim on Saturday nights, watch whatever's on. Hang out. Have a good time. Or hate watch. And then, you know...
3: (laughs) Hate watch and complain about it. (laughs)
0: Tsunami's dying, guys. It's dead. It's it's
3: already dead. People
1: have been saying Tsunami's dying since... It came back. The day Tsunami existed. (laughs) 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 And definitely since it came back. I, I, I... I, it, it it baffled my mind. It it had just
4: come back, and people were like, "It's dead." I'm like, "It just started."
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it is it is interesting the uh, the situation tsunami finds itself in right now. Now, obviously, they have Assassination Classroom season two, so not all Funimation shows are off the table. And I, I mean obviously attack on Titan is coming. That's what's
2: going to replace black Lotus. Come on. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if, if he's saying that, faith. I don't know. I don't know. Sketch. Like when he said that. On... Did Paul cut out for anyone
4: else? Uh, yeah. Everybody cut out for me. Yes. I was oh, sorry.
2: Started. That was that. De- I, I muted by accident. Um, <laughs> what I was saying was, is, um, I, I, I think when I saw when I saw Jason's tweet, I kind of went, "Wait, does that also mean Attack on Titan as well?" Because I'm like, if you're talking about other shows that you thought you were going to get or continue, and now you may not be able to do that, that's one of those shows. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but. I mean, you're not getting Demon Slayer, so what's what's the chance that you're not going to get the last part of Attack on Titan? It would be fucked up, but it's possible.
1: Yeah, I still think it's probably what's happening. Otherwise, I can't think of a good reason why they wouldn't just start Shinmu either when Black Lotus ended or have it premiere at midnight. I
4: feel like Attack on Titan has been under so... They've had that for so long that the the contracts for it have to have been more airtight than what they had for uh, Demon Slayer that it would be harder for them
1: to not air it. I would think so.
4: Plus, technically,
0: the second part is still the same production as the first part.
1: Oh, so They might already
0: just line. have it locked
1: in. It may already be locked in, that's yeah. true.
0: It's te- you can view it as separate seasons, but it's really just one season.
1: So uh, they might have Funimation over a barrel on that one, and I'm sure Funimation ain't ain't happy about it. That
4: might be why they made such a big deal
1: over Demon Slayer, then. Hmm, it could be. It definitely could be. And I don't think that they will never play Demon Slayer. They will obviously keep trying to get it, and maybe they'll eventually come to some kind of agreement. What we do know is... uh. You know, Shenmue is going to be thirteen episodes. If they get Attack on Titan, is it going to be twelve? Who knows? I have no idea.
2: (laughs) Well, and then there's, I I don't, I don't want to. That
1: is to say, if if those are what's airing in February, they're done by spring. And then what's in the first hour of Tsunami? Who knows?
4: Well, I mean, Jason Demarco doesn't, because he just told us we don't know what's going to happen in the
3: next six months. Six months, yeah. Oh, see,
2: that's see, that's a good thing too. Now that we're talking about that too, is we at least know that I would, and I would favor to guess that this would happen. That probably, if more episodes of Dragon Ball Super were made, I could see that there is a
4: strong rumor that following superhero, it very well could. And the way that we're getting. One Piece would probably follow for, for any continuation of Super.
2: Oh, yeah. I, and make... so, I mean, go ahead, V Lord. Oh, sorry. no, I was
0: just going to interject. It doesn't make you wonder if we'd get other Toei shows then like Dragon Quest Die or like World Trigger Dragon as well. Dragon Quest Because if yes, Toei's playing please. ball and they want stuff on TV. Dragon
4: well, I Quest I would be an amazing fit for the Toonami audience. I,
2: I mean, if they're if they <laughs> want these shows on TV, they're probably talking to Toonami about it. I would not be surprised, because obviously Toonami, and let's not just say Toonami, let's say Adult Swim as well. You know, they handle these shows the appropriate way, so that's why Toei likes to put them on there. So, you know, I think you might see the possibility of some more of these Toei shows showing up. Now, the one show that I just came to in my brain that's, I think the next season is in the fall, is My Hero Academia, and I'm kind of sitting there going, that may not be on the block anymore. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I, I think Toho or whoever else in Japan that kind of uh, makes that deal happen would probably still get it onto TV, but... It's anyone's guess.
2: Yeah. And but see, the thing is, too, is like and this is what kind of bothers me is it's like Attack on Titan, for example, all the English dub episodes are going to be not all of them. But, you know, they're usually. With Attack on Titan, it's usually Tsunami plays it first. Funimation gets it with some of these other shows. It's Funimation Funimation gets it. it. In a couple of weeks, to yeah, tsunami a month has tsunami it. mm-hmm, tsunami mm-hmm. mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like Funimation isn't getting a piece of the pie or losing anybody from it, but no. At the same time, it's like if you're going to be that greedy about it, why not just why not just like with Demon Slayer? Why not just have the same kind of deal where you just go, okay, let's come into an agreement. Demon Slayer premieres, the the episode premieres on Toonami. And then the next day, like they do with Attack on Titan on Sunday, you put it up on Funimation Now, Crunchyroll, whatever. Like, I still don't understand why they can't just come to that kind of deal. Why Sony's being, and I'm going to say it, greedy about just playing this show. It's like, I get it, but you're not losing it. It's
1: because they can.
0: Yeah, I guess. I guess, like, it's the logic of, like, it doesn't benefit them that much to let Toonami air the show. So they'd rather just keep it where it is.
4: Yeah, I mean, especially with something where it's like Demon Slayer Hero Academia, they don't need Toonami to help them push the brand up as it were they're already huge so it's it's a case where they don't have a reason
2: to do it well and and see that's that's the one thing that i don't and obviously anaplex is the one that has um demon slayer i mean that's owned by sony now too right um you know you know it always just made me it's another example of why wouldn't you want it on tv you know what i mean
1: well, they certainly did a couple years ago. Yeah, um, and, and, and I think we're,
4: we're jumping on saying Funimation. Because this is not, I don't think this is a Funimation issue. I think this is a Sony issue.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'd uh, agree. <laughs> I agree. I, I wonder if uh, some uh, management ideals over at Crunchyroll bled over into these Sony acquisitions. Because <laughs> that kind of seems like that might be happening yeah but we can only speculate at any rate um look i don't i don't think the door is closed on these shows entirely and i i think some of them might even show up later this year it could be three months it could be six months who knows
4: i definitely get the feeling it's about the the first run issue I think that's what speaking mm-hmm. about. I don't think it's going to be permanent either. I
2: yeah. I I do think that because and I mean <clears throat> obviously we've been at this for a long time. Um if it's true that in these contracts they have the right to refusal for these seasons I mean I, I, I get the feeling that while Sony because it's probably Sony that's doing this can get around it. I feel like they can't just be like, Oh, you can't play it at all. So yeah, I, I kind of feel like they're going to get like, for example, they just put the seven episodes of demon slayer Mugen train up. I, I would favor a guess within a month or two after it's, you know, people have played it and had their way with it. It, I wouldn't be surprised if demon slayers on Toonami, but it's, I don't know. It's one of those things where I'm starting to see like when you drop seven episodes of a series like that it makes me sit there and think that Sony's starting to become like Netflix and just drop episodes, drop the whole series in one batch and I'm just like maybe no. don't no, I don't see that. It's
1: just a unique situation with these episodes of Demon Slayer because they were technically mostly dubbed already. I
2: mean, I mean, we're gonna have to see what happens with the next arc though, because if they drop like several episodes at the same time,
4: I don't then... think
1: they will. It's
4: not there really I what know. they've done with literally any other show that they're currently doing. So it's it really is just a hey, we already have these lines recorded.
3: Yeah, because yeah. no, there's like very few new like,
0: scenes in Mugen Train. Like TV cut to like
1: painfully few.
4: (laughs) Unfortunately,
0: as
1: far as we know, the entertainment district arc dub will start coming out weekly in a week. Yeah, I think so. Who knows?
2: I'm, I'm sure they're well into dubbing that arc. I would, I would think so, but
4: probably, but it's there's, there's a production pipeline. So we will probably be seeing (laughs) it one and one after another every week.
2: Yeah. I mean, again, I, I mean, again, I, I just, I think that I get what they're trying to do. I understand it. But, I mean, I could flip this, I could flip that on Sony too and be like, well, when I hear Demon Slayer, I hear a lot more people saying they like the sub over the dub. So it's like, why would, why does it matter if you play the dub first or not? You know? Yep. Yeah. Because go. literally, literally everybody that I hear, everybody that talks about Demon Slayer that just I randomly have a conversation with, they're like, "Oh yeah, the sub is so good." I'm like, "Oh, don't do. You, do you, have you ever watched the dub? Oh, I don't. I don't like the dub of it. Like literally,
4: I so, have not had that experience with Demon Slayer. As far as I know, everyone loves the dub.
2: So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sketch is like, eh. I mean, I've I've had it both ways. That's
1: not to say that I disagree with what what Laser is saying. No, I'm I'm saying uh, the reason why they would try to have the dub exclusively would be just to have that option for their subscribers. Well, yeah, uh, that's which makes the service more attractive because it caters to both sub and dub enthusiasts. And most people subscribe to Funimation for dubs. You can, I believe you can stream the sub of Demon Slayer for free. That's weird. I, I think that's the case. It might have to be a week delayed, but I can actually
4: yeah. check that real fast.
1: <laughs> I, I can almost guarantee you that it's not locked behind a paywall entirely.
0: Yeah, I don't think maybe it's the, necessarily maybe the like... newest episode. I don't think it's necessarily a preference thing either, because it's like, yeah, there are Demon Slayer fans that only watch the sub and really like the sub. But there is a good portion that are getting into it through the dub. Yeah.
1: So I, I think mean, it if is they mainly watched it, it on Netflix, chances are they saw it dubbed.
0: Yeah, exactly.
4: Yep. Uh, and yes, the Japanese version is available for free, although it is the last four episodes are locked. Huh. That's but up through the different. third episode of Entertainment District is free.
0: Guess they got to make you pay at some point.
4: Yeah, they do.
1: Interesting. Uh, is that on Funimation or Crunchyroll?
4: That is Funimation. I cannot speak to Crunchyroll.
1: Yeah, it might be a bit different on Crunchyroll, oddly it, enough. It probably <laughs> is. But then again, you would think that if it would be free in more places, it would be on Funimation. <laughs>
3: You would think,
2: know. but yeah, this industry is weird. That it certainly is. Very, very. Yeah. And and you know, it's just becoming very much more weird as we go. I mean, this is this is why this is what I really feared about, you know, Sony being able to control most of the anime industry. And I think that it's not only hurting. I mean, it's hurting Toonami, obviously, but it's it's just. I don't know. It's just it's just very. We called this. I should just say yeah. it, we called
1: it. I honestly didn't think this was gonna negatively affect tsunami as much as it seemingly has.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think the big concern for me is the fact that like basically all the major licensors now are owned by big companies. Yeah. And now you have yeah. Disney also coming into the mix too to license stuff, and it feels like there's gonna be far less of the pie for. Tsunami themselves forget unless it's a coproduction. You know,
2: you know what's really funny. You, th- if you think back to 2012, when anime was on like the downturn, and anime wasn't really popular at that point. Like, yes, there were cons and everything, but it wasn't as popular as what it is right now. I mean, obviously, look at all these companies buying anime. Um, you look at that. You look at how Tsunami. Kind of gave it a resurgence and now all of a sudden we fast forward to now and you're looking at it like all these major companies have their hand in the cookie jar so to speak because anime is so popular so and apparently my cat agrees
1: yeah and toonami certainly had a factor in that maybe not as much of one as you would think, but I don't
4: think it's as much this time as it was in the nineties. And then well, the late nineties or early two thousands, yeah, no, Tumam was a huge part. the The twenty twelve um uh, resurgence, it
1: definitely helped. Yeah, I I would say it, it certainly helped the sales of various shows that they highlighted, and it it got the community talking more about you know pretty much everything. So it definitely helped, but just the massive amount of shows being offered legally streaming along with uh, anime movies being more commonly distributed in theaters it's it's all piling up to being just animes everywhere. You can't escape it.
2: Oh, and now every major anime has to have its own live action series too. Not to... oh
4: God <laughs> Why? you know that that's
2: happening too
4: oh yes i can't I mean, wait really
0: for is. demon slayer live action
4: oh god don't i know it, it. That, oh it'll happen that one that one's like almost guaranteed to happen <laughs> netflix presents oh,
0: netflix it's...
2: presents hunter hunter
0: danny oh, devito as a no you shut
2: up don't you say that <laughs> don't you say that it oh, better man. not fucking ruin hunter hunter for me
4: oh i mean i love hunter hunter man I, i'm being stupid <gasps> With Chris
1: Pratt as Leorio. Oh, <laughs> no.
0: The sad thing is, I could see it. Oh, I could
1: see that too. No, 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 no. Chris Pratt as Hisoka.
2: Oh, oh all God. Right. All I want
1: right. that out of my mind now.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, it's definitely better for Leorio. But he's, I... he's too old for Leorio. Leorio's like 19. Uh, Yeah, well, whatever. Uh, It's an interesting time for Toonami. And I'm excited at the prospect that with the regular options kind of off the table, at least for the time being, that they, they got to get creative. And so far, they brought back One Piece and they brought in Made in Abyss. And I think that's a good start on the creative front. Now, I know... There are plenty of people who bemoan the fact that, oh, tsunami is suddenly struggling for content, and they went back to one piece of all shows, a series that never ends. It's going to fill a slot until they cancel it again. Yeah.
0: But that's the that's, point.
1: <laughs> that's... Look, first of all, it is at 1.30 for a couple of weeks, but then it's going to settle into the 2 a.m. hour, and cares it's on at 2 a.m the the more important shows are gonna air before it and the only show that's getting shafted by it is ship it in
0: which <laughs> isn't much of a loss at all yeah
1: i'm still just baffled that this is the first time in the history of american television that one piece is airing before naruto i'm for it because it, I'd rather watch One Piece than Naruto. but It that's finally happened! Unless yeah, face it, the Naruto fans are going to sit back. through One
0: Piece to get to Naruto.
1: Yeah, something like that. And interestingly enough, they seem to be keeping this double of One Piece for at least three weeks. Uh, we, we, fin- really we finally have some for that. advanced schedules, guys.
4: We um, have some schedules although my my sling dvr is has, has got last week's schedule but
1: you know it's, it's yeah gonna, mine it's no too longer
4: a four and a half hour episode of american dad at least
1: yeah in, <laughs> instead uh maiden in abyss will be assassination classroom and one piece will be made in abyss
4: <laughs> yeah
0: and also
1: naruto ship it in yeah that's gonna be one
0: confusing <laughs> dvr
1: that is
4: it is gonna be very very interesting but hey if you record everything, it's not a problem. Oh, there, there you go. <laughs> and I already own those episodes of One Piece, so I'm not recording that. I'll just watch them again and be like, I love these episodes. And I actually do. The, 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 the pre-Fishman Island, you know... Reu- reuniting. and Reuniting. Arc. Is it's, it's
1: reunited
4: fun. and it feels, feels so, so good.
3: good.
4: <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love this arc, and I I was commenting, and I was just like, oh, hey, this is a great place, and here's why. And then I got retweeted. I'm like, somebody noticed me. You sure did. And then I got way more responses and replies to that than I normally get. I'm normally quiet. People don't like to follow me on Twitter. Having 50 people do something to to me is a big
1: deal. I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. People go (laughs) follow
4: Laser. Laser Laser's cool.
1: I'm weird. When you're playing One Piece... Primarily for a new audience, along with people who already are familiar with it. It's difficult to find a place to start. The time skip was intentionally made as it was in order to make it more approachable to new readers, new viewers after 500 episodes.
0: And oh boy, there's a ton of flashbacks. So people are not going to be confused at all.
4: Um, they, they give all of the context for stuff that's going on. You get a whole bunch of stuff. Just reminder, oh, hey, this happened. Oh, hey, this happened. And because we're being slowly reintroduced to the Straw Hats, we highlight each one of them and who they are. This is a great jumping on point.
1: Yeah, I would agree. Definitely a better place to start than uh, the, uh, the the 70 Archipelago arc. What? That, you, mean you, that... you,
4: you don't want to start in the Empire Strikes Back of One Piece? Ah, that's probably not I mean, a good
0: idea. It's amazing but it's oh, not it an entry point yeah, at it's all. It's a
1: really good story arc and I could tell you all about it. You did? But, do. Yes. I I wrote up uh a uh, 11 paragraph summary. They're not real long paragraphs, I I promise. No, that is spoiler riddled because there are definitely major events that happen. And uh I I hope people give that I I could like run down that right now if you want <laughs> but huge spoiler warnings
4: Spoilers
1: there's uh, for one piece Good maybe coming. maybe we'll do that but uh i had some other thoughts here when they brought one piece back in 2013 they started at the hd episodes at the foxy pirates arc and at the time i was Definitely a bit conflicted about that starting point, knowing what I know of the series. And to this day, I don't think it was the best place to start. I back then, I wish
4: they'd started on episode one, but I know why they didn't.
0: Back then. I feel like it would have been better to start at the time, skip actually, even though it hadn't been dubbed yet. Yeah, It,
4: it hadn't been well, dubbed. If they, had, it... <laughs> if they had started where the dub was at the time, you would have got people like me watching. Then
1: it would have been premieres. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, if, if they had like I mean, and they're no stranger to doing this, if they had just jumped to the time skip and started dubbing from there, then that could have been a very different story because you know, obviously I it's a lot I think
3: at the
4: time closer. they were dubbing uh, Paramount War, so they were pretty close to the time skip. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why I was thinking
0: that because like, it wouldn't have been that far and or they, no, they, they were actually watch.
1: dubbing it when Toonami when yeah, when Toonami started playing it, they were in the middle of dubbing Impel Down. That's still I I it I was buying
4: those uh, DVDs like the day they came out, watching them at that time period. If that had mm-hmm. been aired right from from Impel Down, uh, I would have started watching it there then and there.
1: Absolutely, that's a bit of a trickier spot. My argument is, even though it would be confusing for like a moment, they should have just started right where Aokiji showed up. Because yeah,
0: yeah. The Foxy Pirate
1: arc is amusing, but it's It's not not a good good first impression at all. Some would say, yeah, it's a chill arc that, you know, kind of helps you get a feel for the characters. But I mean, Water 7 is fantastic. Water
4: 7. Yeah. If they just started, you know, at the at the, uh, you know, height of Water 7 get going. Yeah. No, I think that could work. And Water 7 starts off pretty chill at first. Yeah, and it's
0: much yeah, more representative of what the series becomes at that
1: point, too. Mm-hmm, definitely. Mm-hmm. When people were tuning into One Piece for probably the first time ever in 2013 and thinking, uh, I don't know if this is for me. This is silly. <laughs> and I couldn't blame them because that arc is very silly, even though it does have its sentimental moments. And here's the thing. If they had started at episode one back then, by the time they made it to four years they would have finally gotten to the hd episodes and you remember back then they were stretching the naruto episodes and it looked awful (sighs) yeah
0: oh i have so many bad memories of that oh yeah
1: so i don't think starting at the beginning was necessarily a great idea either if if they couldn't do them in in four three now that it wouldn't have been but at the same time, I think it might have gone at least a little bit better. Again, it's it was a difficult decision, and I don't envy them for having to make it. No, so nor in I. a way, uh, two hundred seven was probably the best choice from what was available at the time, because it would have been weird to start at Skypea or at Alabasta. So. It made some sense, and it definitely would have been weird to pick up right where Toonami cut off in 2008. In the, in the middle, middle of Skypea. Sky oh, jeez. <laughs> hey, if we're it, in
4: the middle of an arc, you guys.
1: If anything, maybe starting at the top of Skypea would have been okay, <laughs> but really no better than starting at the Foxy Pirate arc. Again, I think just starting when Al she showed up, even though people are like, who's this Foxy character? Oh, he's gone. Doesn't I mean, matter. It's gone w- in an instant. <laughs> it
4: wouldn't have been that big of a deal to do that. I think that might have been a better call. But I, hindsight's
1: 2020. Yeah. I just I can't get over the fact that there was like 20 episodes before they got to Water Seven. Mm. <laughs> and by then, any curiosity that people had was pretty much gone. Which is unfortunate. They even had a I like it's a filler, but they did recap a lot about the Straw Hats in one of those filler episodes before they got to Water 7, which is a good thing in a way, but it was also not a very good filler arc. (laughs) So definitely didn't help things. But now they're coming to this decision with a show that has a 1,000-plus episodes and is still going. And there was a pretty decent jumping-on point about 500 episodes in. I think they made the right call here. We'll see how it works out. It it may crash and burn, but I appreciate the attempt nonetheless.
4: Very much
2: alongside you on that opinion. I mean, I don't I don't think it'll crash and burn. I think
1: no, at, at this point, point I I think the the bar is so low that it it will hold its head above water just fine.
4: I <laughs> yeah. think so too, also with you know, being a better deal this time around from the sounds of it.
1: It, it not costing them as much to do it probably helps a lot. Yeah, yeah. And they, in turn, gain a show that they can always fall back on, which is something that they definitely could have used at the end of 2021. Can't wait to yeah. watch
0: Wano in 10 years.
4: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I know, right? Just yeah. It's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long road, but for now. We're getting a double shot, and who knows how long that will last. I mean, if they don't have anything else to throw on, maybe they'll keep it going for a while. I'm double double with shot the pacing One Piece is, works pretty well. Um, with, yeah, with the pacing of the series after the time skip, it kind of needs it.
0: It also helps us <laughs> get through those introductory lie. episodes pretty quickly, and then like we'll oh, go yeah, right into done, the
1: first shark. They're done in like those three weeks, that's that's the arc. It's like six episodes. Yeah, yeah I've
4: been showing one piece to my local friends since twenty fifteen and a good reason we got as far as we have is we've done double ups here and there and it, it helps. It helps a lot.
1: I straight out marathon whenever they come out with a chunk of episodes I, I, with one friend. Same,
4: although I I have not watched the last two yet. I, like, I finished uh, Dress and now I, I need
1: to watch Zoe. We also skipped the recap parts of the episodes, which makes things go really fast.
4: That helps. That helps a lot. <laughs> hey, guys, Not... you remember this thing you just saw? We're going to spend ten minutes talking about it again. Well, more like three,
1: but, you know. Yeah, three to five.
0: It's better so, yeah. than Bobable, where they recap the first half of the episode after the... Like, divider point.
1: Oh, uh, that's, that's a strange You know what? If they could play Bobo again, I would watch it. I would. But too. I also have the tech release, really, so As I don't do have I. to. I wish they would stream that on Retro Crush or something. That would oh, be really
4: man. good to on Retro Crush, especially if they put it on their live TV broadcasting they do. Oh, that'd be fun. Ooh, that would be fun. That dub is also <laughs> perfect. It is. It is. It is a godly dub. So
1: what do you think? Should, uh... Should we mention major details that people are missing if they have only been watching One Piece on Tsunami?
2: Probably not.
1: Uh, I'm (laughs) of two minds on it. The the really short version is uh, the Straw Hats once again tick off the world government, as they do, and they get curb stomped and power checked to a severe degree, and gets separated for two years. In that time, Luffy goes on quite a journey on his own that involves a traumatic loss for him, which further pushes him to decide that he needs to take the time to train and figure out how he can protect his crew before he chooses to reunite with them and continue their journey. Which is an oddly smart thing for for Luffy to do, all things considered. Luffy making an intelligent decision. Who yeah, woulda thunk it? Well, a, a certain old fishman really beat some sense into him. So. Uh, yes, yes, he does. The best oh, fishman.
4: The best fishman, who we'll get to see plenty of soon.
1: Yes, su- soon enough. And uh, yeah, that's. That's the really short version. That
4: is it, the ultra cliff notes. We're not telling you the details version, but it, that that does give you something, though.
1: Yeah. And where we're coming here is when the Straw are finally reuniting after 2 years, all of them have done some growing, training, honing their skills. Like let's talk about the glow up of Usopp, y'all. Usopp got got ripped. I let's not pretend he's not still a coward. But yeah, he, he's a much he, more capable individual. He's, you know, he's a bit more strategic, and he's got a quite a bag of tricks. He also got abs. Yeah, he did.
4: <laughs> he definitely well, does. you know,
1: you, gotta, you got to got, have you abs. Got big tough guy now. They all got to have abs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there'll be plenty of things that explain various details that occurred between those times but that's that's kind of the short version but man those are one a long string of episodes that involves mainly luffy interacting with other characters which has its ups and downs but overall they are very compelling storylines and it's a shame that we're not getting them but (laughs) I don't think it would be good to try to trudge through them before getting to the time skip.
0: Yeah, yeah I
1: almost guaranteed the show would get pulled before they would even get to the time skip.
0: Like it's some of the best material in the series, but like you need to really be familiar with what happens before to
1: well, enjoy it. Well, and if you don't it. have the
4: if you don't have the investment in the characters. The Empire Strikes Back is what I call it, but I mean, imagine starting with the Empire Strikes Back and not having any care for who Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Princess Leia, Mm -hmm. all these characters are. If you don't care who they are, why do you care that they're going through hell?
0: Yeah, basically. Exactly.
4: Literal hell. Literal hell, (laughs) in one case, yes.
0: God, like, I, I started keeping up with the One Piece manga during, like, this portion of the story, like, right around Marineford, and. I did too. The reactions, like during that time in the community, were insane. Like all the reveals, all the events,
1: man. It's... Yeah, there's there's some big things that happen. Mm. But mm-hmm. the short of the long is, the world government are dicks.
4: I mean, we kind of already knew that. Given what they <laughs> did with Robin.
1: Like... <laughs> <laughs> what? And, the uh... bad guys
4: are bad guys.
1: Yes. Or the quote-unquote good guys are really quite bad. <laughs> mm. But what do you expect from a pirate anime?
4: Well, I mean, when, when literally you're, 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 you have a world government, nothing wrong can happen here.
1: Mm. Yes, precisely. So, yeah, if you want further details, there are, are various ways that you can look that up. Or you can check my tweet for the twit longer that I posted. Yeah, or binge that, that would definitely episodes. give you a summary yeah good <laughs> good luck with it now now you really only need to binge about 160 <laughs> give or take read the manga it's a lot faster
0: yeah if you ever <laughs> want to catch up with one piece just read the manga
1: yeah
4: I, I i would normally say yes i have trouble reading that manga but Oh, yeah, some of those spreads are really hard to follow. I, I honestly have an easier time with the anime, but if you want to watch the anime, this is totally a case where just get Funimation, throw them 7 bucks for a month or 70 for a year, and just binge the heck out of it. It's all there. Yeah. Yeah. I would say be like me and buy all the DVDs, but I don't want you to get broke like me, so don't do that. (laughs) I gave up
0: after, like, Water 7.
4: Oh, gosh, I'm still going. I'm two volumes behind,
1: but I'm only two volumes behind. I gave up for a while, but then I started getting the collections again.
4: (laughs) If you're going to do it, the collections are the way to do it, but I'm Mr. Has All the Voyage Sets. Help. Yikes.
1: I used to collect the Voyage Sets, but I, I couldn't after... Like Skypea <laughs>
3: mm. yeah. So I mean, I,
4: if I tried to do them all at once now, no. But I, I've I've literally just kept up with it, like as they come out. I, I'm at most uh-huh. two behind, like I
1: am now. And next month, I'll probably buy both of those.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, though I could gush about One Piece forever, I definitely have my qualms with its pacing, among other things. Uh, still, my preferred way to experience One Piece is the anime. And usually the dub, though the Japanese cast is sensational. Uh, So I always enjoy watching One Piece anime in any capacity. So I am all on board for One Piece coming back to Toonami, even though, and I'm pretty sure I've said this repeatedly over multiple podcasts. I was totally fine with One Piece not being on Toonami. I was okay with that. Did not bother me. I always thought it was a very difficult proposition for it to continue on Tsunami as it was. But I welcome them attempting again. And yeah, you know, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But if Toei gave them a good enough deal, first of all, based Toei, though, stop being so mean to content creators on YouTube because it's annoying. Seriously, yeah, Among other things... Jeez, Toei, I could go on for days about how crappy you are, but oh god, I could join. I could. Thanks we,
2: for we this. could make a thing of that. They
0: did one good
2: deed, and it. now our podcast got blocked. Thanks, Squid. <laughs> <laughs> Thank it's like you so going much. Going at
4: Anaplex. Now we're going at Toei. Toei isn't gonna listen
1: to this. Come on, no. uh, Toei, Toei doesn't hear. Though <laughs> you, you might be surprised.
2: We're, what they? Would, what they would I mean. I mean, you you guys have heard the podcast over the years. I mean, you know my view on One Piece. I think, obviously, there's two sides of the coin. There's the people that have never seen One Piece and are sitting here going, what the hell is going on? And then there's the people that are like, you should be at the latest new episode. So, for me, I would have loved to have had, like, you know... I would love for them to start from episode one, as I've said in the past, just because I think, and it's not just because a lot of people haven't seen One Piece, but I also think that because of what four kids did to One Piece, I think having, like, a proper run from the start would definitely help One Piece on TV. And I'm just saying that because, I mean, especially if they're going to play, like, two or three episodes a fucking week, I mean, (laughs) like... I mean, you can get through a lot of stuff doing that. Um, But I've, I've always thought that that would help the show. And I think that that would give the show new life just so that way people could actually see the series from the beginning. Yes, I know. People can go on all these other streaming sites and watch it. But not everybody has a streaming service. Not everybody pays for a streaming service, as we were talking about after Mm -mm. off the podcast. But
1: I would be all for was starting from the beginning if it was running on weekdays. But even at the rate of two episodes a week.
4: Oh, yeah, it would take forever. And there's still the problem that they're they're four by three. And how are they going to get those to show up properly?
0: And no one wants that remastered version. No,
4: that 16.9 remaster. is Which is, by the way, the way it is on
1: Netflix. You may think you
0: want it. But trust but you me, don't. you
1: don't. You really don't. And this is why you only watch a dub One Piece on Funimation. Funimation. I'm yeah. not
2: saying, <laughs> look, look, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that we want the crappy version of it. <laughs> um, I'm saying that I would like to see them, I would have liked to see them do that. Obviously, yeah. they're not doing that. That's fine. But at the same time, it would have helped. I think.
4: In an ideal situation where they could air way more than 3 a week and yes. they could make that 4 by 3 airing work, I would be all for it. I agree. But I don't think those are going to happen.
0: We're just going to air 10 episodes of
2: One Piece a week, guys. Oh, Thanks so you're going to do what I did for I mean, the
4: last uh 7
2: years.
1: I mean, yes, technically exactly.
2: they do need to fill some adult swim space, so. <laughs> nah,
1: they got plenty of Fox shows now. Because Futurama's back! Oh, yeah! Now put it right in front of Toonami instead of slightly adjacent to it. Come on. And King of the Hill. It is the perfect transition piece to Toonami. Like, they put Um, King of the Hill after Toonami. Why not just repeat Futurama after Toonami? Remember
0: when Futurama Futurama aired right after Toonami and they have the next preview for it?
2: I do. I've seen the future. Damn it, Bobby. And it's Futurama. Damn it, Bobby. (laughs) So good.
1: Um, I mean, King of the Hill is best anime, but I mean, yes, I would. I would I mean, love to have Futurama actually I think I can, next to Tsunami.
2: I think I can probably kind of put the the final thing on this for the podcast tonight by saying that I think a lot of people don't realize that when Tsunami first started, Tsunami was made up of mostly, if not all, shows. I want to be careful about that because I'm not 100 percent sure, and I'm old. Um, started with old shows. It I more mean,
4: or less did. I mean, yeah. I got into you not know, because they were re-airing Thundercats at the time when you couldn't buy it on DVD. So exactly. I taped the heck out of those. I'm like, I mean,
2: it's my childhood show. I mean, I was like
4: 17, but still.
2: I mean, even Dragon Ball Z. That was the second Before run. it started, yeah. before it, it started was, showing new episodes. It was, re- it was old. syndication run, yeah. Right. So, I mean... You gotta remember that Toonami didn't have new shows until Dragon Ball Z, so Funimation and Dragon Ball Z started putting new episodes on Toonami. And then you got the Gundam Wing, and then you got the these other shows that never showed in America. Obviously, you know, keep in mind that these shows are new because they just got dubbed. So it's a new, it's an English dub, unlike it just being, you know, subbed. So Toonami wasn't always just new, wasn't just new shows. So I want people to kind of tamper their expectations about, hey, Toonami needs to be all these new shows. It doesn't need to be. And it's probably not going to be for a while. By the way, that's a good thing because maybe you're going to get, and trust me, we have, all of us each have a list of shows that we wanted on Toonami. Maybe those insert shows will be on Toonami. We'll have to wait and see. But, you know, I think the fact that we're getting One Piece, that we're getting Made in Abyss, that we're getting uh, the second season of uh, Assassination Classroom, that goes to show you that even if they're having an issue with Funimation or Sony or whoever, they can get the older shows pretty easily. So, those shows that maybe you wanted, say, two, three years ago, or even when the block restarted on Adult Swim, you may actually see those shows show up on Toonami finally. So, you know, keep an open mind because this is not a bad time to be a Toonami fan at all. And who knows? You may we may even see some shows that are brand new that we didn't even expect to be on Toonami. So. I think it's a good thing. And and also, please remember this because I can't stress this enough. Toonami is an action cartoon block. It is not an anime block. If a Young Justice or some other American animation shows up on the block, that is perfectly fine. Stop being stingy about it. That's it.
1: Well put. Well put. Can't disagree with that. Mm-hmm. I am looking time. forward at the at the possibilities because, you know, in recent years it kind of felt like we could basically predict the kind of shows that Toonami was gonna go after. Now, all bets are off. <laughs> I love that, and I love that. That that that's what makes
4: me excited. I don't actually mind that we're not getting the big hits as much. I want to see the weird, interesting
2: things that they pick. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I do want to see Bleach. Bleach. Yes. And... I mean, we all want to. See of bleach. course,
4: it it belongs there, hundred percent.
2: Fuck Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Well, man, we've just pissed off all of our corporate overlords today. No, I don't. I don't piss off Warner Media. Other people do that, unfortunately. Netflix. If you want to give me a job, let me know. <laughs> don't give V-Lord a job.
4: <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> V Lord, your your
2: soul is worth more than that. My soul worth like a penny. <laughs> no, it's worth more than that. I actually appraised it. So, oh damn, uh, it's, it's too fitty, too fitty. Still you're you're a deal. second CJ. You're a second CJ. So your your soul's worth more to me than anything else. Oh shit.
1: Uh-oh. Oh, interesting.
2: Now go to the corner and wait for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um I'm concerned. i uh, an adult.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, you should be crying. Yes. Ooh. <sighs>
4: yeah. hmm. As
2: I eat another cough drop and make sure that my voice doesn't crack out.
4: Anyways. Uh, that was me last week. I feel that.
1: Yeah, I'm st- <laughs> starting to get a little scratchy myself. We've been talking a while. We have.
2: Yeah, I mean
1: I mean, was, every time...
2: It's been a lot to talk about though i feel like everything that happens now is like do i have covid oh yeah. god
4: i feel that it's like is this the flu is this covid is this just a bug
2: what is going yeah, on I, know.
4: I had a sinus infection last a couple of weeks ago and that was <laughs> that was fun
1: who knows man it's a yeah. uh, it's a daunting time to be sure well uh I already promised Kuro that she could be on the next uh, discussion of Blade Runner Black Lotus, so we're definitely not doing that right now. (laughs) Not sure what that means. Uh, Maybe an extra podcast, or I don't know. It depends on how long we talk about those uh, other two episodes of Black Lotus, one of which hasn't aired
2: at the time of recording this.
0: There's lots of Blades and Running. Who
1: would have guessed? It depends 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 on how...
2: It depends on how often uh, Sketch wants to stab himself.
1: I'm not.
2: What? Blade Runner, you know, stab yourself. You're editing, it gets annoying, so you want to stab yourself because it gets annoying sometimes. Uh, it's usually not that bad.
1: <laughs> I'm just lazy. Oh, and, okay. and procrastinate. I feel that. I feel I'll that tell you well. one of the most annoying things about podcast editing is just importing it into the editor takes so long.
0: Are you still using Audacity? Yeah. That's your problem
2: right there. Probably. Audacity,
4: the greatest turn see, from hero to villain seen in a long see, time. See, I, I,
2: I would punish Sketch, but Ke- but Sketch likes punishment, so I can't punish him. Oh, Sketch loves punishing. That's, that's why we get all the puns. Yeah, I know.
1: Nope. <laughs> Very punny.
2: <laughs> I mean you were walking funny after that one night with Darrell, so would you stop
1: <laughs> saying that? My gosh, man. CJ will tell you that when I go to a convention like my body gives out. <laughs> too much too much walking around carrying heavy bags. <laughs> Like my legs have had it.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that would be taxing as heck.
1: That would be.
0: Especially with all the equipment you guys look around.
1: Yeah. Exactly. It was uh like when, when I went to AX, there was this time when I just needed to like sit down for a bit and I felt like my leg was cramping up and I was like, uh, this could be a
4: problem, CJ. <laughs> I know that feeling. That was me when I went to AX, and they didn't let me sit down in the line. They were mad at me. It was fun. Word of advice, folks: don't go to AX. <laughs> line con does not let you sit on the ground. And yet, v
2: lord's going to go back to AX. I'll tell I you what you do. You, you get, get one guns. of those
1: like chairs that extends from your butt. Oh, and just, oh yeah. Standing oh. chairs. Standing chairs. That's what you get for AX. Yes. it's uh, it's, it's necessary equipment yeah but i i digress regardless of however it works out for the moment i am very happy to have an hour of one piece for however long we have it and uh i'm also happy if it's just one episode but i just like having one piece around it makes me happy let me be happy i will be happy with
4: you for those whole exact same reasons we
1: shall all we'll be rejoice happy while we go plays so happy together
2: I feel like we should be singing that song right now.
1: La 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 <laughs> la 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 la. A song I will always associate with Super Smash Brothers.
2: All right, we're gonna take the Mountain Dew away from Sketch.
1: You will get my thrashed apple Mountain Dew when you pry it from my cold dead fingers.
4: I prefer Mountain Dew Spark. I can arrange that. For me, it would be Code Red.
1: Who's going to edit podcasts if I'm dead? CJ. (laughs) Well, no, because I just edited a podcast for CJ.
2: (laughs) I know, I'm joking, because CJ would probably blow his brains out at that point.
1: Poor CJ. Poor guy. He is uh, critically overworked (laughs) because his uh, workplace. People just keep getting Corona. (laughs) Come on be you know be aware of your surroundings be a little more careful people come on just jeez <sighs> I don't want to rant about that anyway yes <laughs> it's nice be surprised by tsunami and when I read this announcement it just about blew my freaking mind and then I got into the bus which thankfully nobody else was in at the time and I I had myself a yell. <laughs> a very giddy yell. Yes, I was happy. And then Paul texted me. He's like, how are you feeling right now? And I've texted back, ecstatic.
4: Over <laughs> I immediately changed my Discord uh, status message, and it's still there.
1: Over the moon, except for the fact I was still working, and I couldn't, like, talk about it. Like, I just... I just want to be done working today so I could talk about this. It was a long day. It was a long day. And Saturday I have to work before I get to enjoy my hour of One Piece, my, or rather my ninety minute, my my, my power ninety minutes of Maiden Abyss followed by One Piece. Heck so yeah. that'll be
2: so that'll be your peaceful time. Yes. <laughs>
1: Perhaps. Not that I'm <laughs> not that I'm not watching Assassination Classroom and Black Lotus because I am. Really, I'm, the only thing I'm not paying attention to is Ship It In because I'm actually watching Cowboy Bebop right now. Wow. And it's Toys in the Attic! <laughs> Word. Which is an episode I have seen multiple times but it's always, always a good time. Take
0: it in and breathe it
5: out To
3: be loud, In my chest. I hear the sound. I can feel. You know.
1: I can Welcome feel back to the Toonami Faithful know. Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and we have a different panel with us for this segment, starting with.
5: Editor in chief at HunamiFaithful.com, CJ Mafrus. And Kuro. And
6: all I got.
0: Editorial writer, VLORGTZ. GTZ.
1: And another editorial writer. Laser Kid. So we dropped Paul and added CJ and Kuro. Oh. Oh wow. Did we trade up? I think we did. Yeah, I was yeah we to definitely did. That's up. like you might want to
5: call the other you might want to call the other team right now cuz you guys fleeced them. Mm.
4: <laughs> and this is how I get fired from Tsunami Faithful.
6: Okay. Don't kick us off, Paul.
5: You can kick me off, I, I dare you. Ya. I doubled dare you.
1: <laughs> no, you haven't been on one of these yet. I tripled. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. So, uh those who have listened to the rest of the podcast so far might have noticed when I said something along the lines of, okay, we're not going to talk about black Lotus this time. I lied. I lied. (laughs) We're talking about black Lotus this time.
5: God damn it.
1: And, and, uh, yeah, CJ hasn't had a chance yet. So CJ, what, what are your thoughts on the series so far? Uh, it's weird. I don't really have
5: much. Uh, I've liked the action sequences. Uh, they seemed a, a lot more fleshed out from you know, previous series that Sol- uh, digital arts uh, did from what I gathered uh, from someone like Celia, who used to work with us. Uh, she followed kind of the trajectory of, of those series before, or Lisa, director and the studio before. Um, I like the way that Elle's designed. I think she looks really cute and pretty. Uh, and other than that, I'm just kind of like, eh, the cast, the English cast has been nails. I absolutely love listening to them. Uh, I just wish that, and Yumiko, uh, I've been working with her for her weekly reviews and stuff like that. Uh, and and she's noticed this too, where a lot of the models just seem so rigid and like, so like, they're not able to convey the correct emotional response and kind of say like, uh that that the acting is kind of conveying with it so it kind of thwarts the emotional appeal of it but the music has been really nice I really enjoy that um and, and I, was, I mean I, I I'm not very well versed in Blade Runner or anything like this is my first Blade Runner uh property that I'm seeing I wasn't able to see this the movies and like tsunami special recording of it because I was at work because it was on a Friday. Uh, I would have liked to have seen at least blackout because I I think that looked really cool from the bits that I that I have seen. But it is it, very cool. Yeah, you should watch it on Crunchyroll. <laughs> I think you can even find it all on YouTube. To be honest, it is, it um, is. But yeah, I just I, I'm very I guess indifferent more than anything about the series. Um, I it's I don't find it terrible. I don't find it uh, as appealing as like Fena. So I'm just kind of in the middle of it i mean it's fine it's fine for what it is you know it's it's a action show uh with good cast good music so i can't really uh complain and you know it's funny how it touches on certain subjects in a way that's like not as like in your face but yet also in your face at the same time with like what uh the civil rights that replicants should or shouldn't have type of argument or mm-hmm. what is it that they should have because they aren't necessarily human? But what makes someone human? And you know all these types of kind of philosophical stuff. So that's been interesting to at least explore. As you know, I've been editing Yumiko's reviews uh, and what she's noticed and what I've noticed, uh, and trying to you know give you guys the best product that we can. But overall, I'm pretty I'm pretty indifferent about the series. Um, yeah, it's fine. It, it's just a fine show. It's it's like um, that argument or not argument, but that conversation that we had about uh, Fire Force, uh, where fans might be like, wait, Fire Force was on Toonami? I feel like that might be kind of the same thing with Blade Runner Black Lotus, but it might actually get more of a negative type of reception from fans just due to uh, all the marathons that it got, as well as um, the poorly timed recap episode when it happened, or when it debuted. Um, so, I, like I said, just circumstances kind of hurt it which is no fault of the actual show itself and like when we're looking at the show in a vacuum just by itself uh, it's been fine like definitely not my like biggest oh my god i can't wait to see it like fena uh i will say it's probably below shenmue just because shenmue looks more appealing to me but um overall it's been fine been absolutely fine and i hope my hope is that those who are fans of blade runner have been getting an enjoyment and feel that this does kind of fit with all the other uh, types of Blade Runner projects that have been out. All
1: right. So these two episodes, uh, number 10, Claire de Lune, or perhaps Claire de Lune, and episode 11, all the best memories. (laughs) And
6: I just give an aside before you get into the recap sketch, Claire de Lune is based off of, um, the title of a, uh, a, a piece by a piano piece by, uh, the composer Devoiset, he's a French composer, which that is based off of the Verlaine poem. And it's the, the title of the poem is the still moonlight, sad, and lovely. There's my little
3: tidbit. That
1: there. is okay. interesting. Thank you for sharing.
3: You're welcome.
1: <laughs> so the episode with the fancy title, uh, <laughs> Elle, Elle awakes in Joseph's apartment, and don't worry, only half of the episode takes place in the apartment because the other half of the episode is when we finally get to see Joseph's past. We get a flashback to probably when he decided to leave the life of a Blade Runner. And what leads up to that is his mark is a singer named Celine who is. Voiced by, believe it or not, the singer of the opening song, Alyssa Clara. And she is a a replicant that is singing in a club. And she can easily figure out that he is a cop of some sort, but she's intrigued. So she tells him to come back and he apparently comes back many times until his buddy Marlowe shows up one night and says, "Hey, if you don't off this lady, retire her, then I'll do it for you." And yeah, now he's he finally has to do it. So Marlowe tells her that this will be her final performance, and she bids her well to her audience and she leaves and shares a moment with Joseph. They kiss, and he shoots her. Like you do.
5: If and I didn't nickel every time I've had to do this, I'd have five nickels.
1: It's weird that it happened. That was a really emotional. Four additional scene. times. It <laughs> it was. It was. You no, know, it it played out how you would expect, and not surprisingly. Uh, this is something that Joseph would love to forget, but he's just got to rely on liquor to do it because he, he can't fully forget that night. And the other part of the episode, now that Elle has killed all the people she thinks she should kill, she's fixated on figuring out where her boyfriend is. And she has this vision where she asks him, why haven't you come looking for me? And he's like, no, you should come look for me. So they get one of these gadgets from Doc Badger's shop, which allows her to use her memories to come up with a sketch of the man, you know, piecing things together. And Joseph seems a bit surprised when he realizes that it's Neander Wallace Jr. Surprise, surprise. Uh, shocked i'm shocked
6: we, we weren't surprised though right <laughs> no we weren't
1: and <laughs> I, no one I, here
6: should have been surprised
1: i, I do want to say that uh in response to this jose tweeted out people's response to this being like what it's like you know it the show is written in a way that you're supposed to be able to put the pieces together and they lead you to the answer they make it very obvious <laughs> they really do yeah. And it's not bad writing to do that. <laughs> no,
6: no, it's why it's painful when when everybody else puts it together, it adds to the then you understand like, oh wow, this really sucks.
1: But here's the interesting wrinkle. Because Joseph has been working for Neander Wallace Jr. all along. Again, not too terribly surprising, I would imagine. <laughs> And, that's one of those
4: uh, ones where I didn't see it coming, but it didn't terribly shock me either. Yeah. Wasn't yeah.
0: there that phone call earlier in the season that he was making to someone, though?
4: Yes. Yeah. There was. There was. Mm-hmm. I just didn't put two and two together. Yeah, that
0: that's what uh, gave me a vibe about him working with Wallace.
1: So despite all the times when he's like, L, you should just walk away from this, you shouldn't. He was actually instructed to guide her revenge. To make sure that she killed all the right people. Uh, so
5: Joseph is a big subscriber. And if I tell him no, they'll still do it. It's just like when Sketch says, CJ, don't poke the bear. And I say, what's that? And I get a flamethrower.
6: I, I don't <laughs> think so. I think, he really, I think he really did want her to walk away. I think,
3: yeah, I think he did.
6: felt torn. He's kind of one of those characters on the cusp of what the hard-boiled detective looks like. It's like he's already a little broken and he's right before the part where he finds his new moral ground. And he's kind of floundering, you know, in, in the alcohol and post Blade Runner existence. And like, OK, is this right or wrong? So I, I think I think he really did want her to walk away, but he was stuck. And obviously, we know there was some quid pro, quid pro quo. He, he was getting something from Neanderthal Jr., in return something incentive enough for him to even be involved even though he's he was encouraging her to stop so mm-hmm. I, I don't really i don't really have any um animosity towards his character for i guess sort of betraying her trust because i i think i can understand it he's human
1: it's okay because he's gonna betray wallace too
6: <laughs> yeah i i
3: get the feeling
4: he didn't mean to betray her per se. It's more of a, he didn't know yeah. what he was getting into until he got into it. And at that point mm-hmm. it was, there was only so much he could do when he did try.
1: Yeah.
6: He's a little, he was a little broken. So
1: definitely. Yeah.
5: Although I I need to ask this question and it's going to make it. So I'm probably never on a blade runner question, uh, podcast again. What is a Blade Runner? Is this like a government sponsored hitman for only replicants? Like, I, I honestly have no clue what it's supposed to be. They're, they're, they're trained to
6: retire. Yeah, they're mercenaries and they're specifically trained to retire
5: replicants only replicants like not people or anything yes, like correct that? Yeah. Not people. Only, replicants. only replicants as so like, often uh, enough they do work for the police i was gonna say yeah. so are they like a government agency type of thing or just like merc for hire kind of it's
6: like it's like outsourcing to a specific organization that specializes in one specific task Right,
5: it's so, like a rent-a-cop,
4: but just for replicants.
5: Okay, and like they all go to like the Blade Runner school as like Officer Davis failed uh, trying to become a Blade Runner type of thing. Like, is yeah, there, is there like a a college? You know, Blade Runner. Where's the Blade Runner School anime? <laughs> there's no deep. There's, I mean,
6: there's in the film,
5: Where's my Blade is Runner Academia?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, oh my like the God. implication is that since the blackout, which was like wiped all the database systems about who the replicants were. Blade runners became less useful because they didn't know who was a replicant anymore.
5: Why do they have to kill replicants? Mm-hmm. Are they bad and, like, intrinsically?
6: That's the real question. Well, that's oh, the whole question yeah. of the series. Really Repl- Why to. do they have to kill them?
5: Gotcha. Replicants are seen as...
4: Unnatural. a not, uh, not human, as, as an appliance, really and
5: <laughs> a great we're sending mercs to kill the faucet i love it
4: yes really well i mean if the faucet the, the problem is is that you know certain replicants
5: can start misbehaving in certain ways right it has a leak oh i love okay i i, I i'm definitely understanding it but i want my blade runner academia anyway the, the, the
1: paranoia <laughs> seems to be that Eventually, a Blade Runner is gonna be dangerous. I mean, a uh, uh, replicant's gonna be dangerous, and uh,
5: that's like, why they have to be retired. So we're—you know what's crazy? We're gonna be getting real-life Blade Runners once that Boston Dynamics dog Spot starts murdering people.
3: Yeah, <laughs>
6: it's true. <laughs> you, know, you know what though? Blade Runner does so well is is rather than like other shows like or films like iRobot play into the the fear of the AIs and the Terminator even and the damage they can do to humans. This one shows the other end of that is that here you have them existing and it's more, what is the danger of the humans to these AIs? So mm-hmm. I, I think that the, that's that's where the whole, the original novel, uh, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep kind of gotcha. originated. Okay, the,
5: no, I, so I, I had to ask.
6: It's, it's meant to make you think critically about like, what makes humans human, and mm-hmm. who's behaving more human in this situation—a mercenary who's slaughtering a being that can only do so much to protect itself, or the being, you know, or even the nature of like what makes a being allowed to live?
3: Mm-hmm. A mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. You
6: need to say whether it has a soul or not. So
1: I'm gonna you know, think that if has... somebody's just living their life as a lounge singer, that you wouldn't have to kill them, but
6: i feel like yeah, that too think. that's the think? rules
1: and not surprisingly <laughs> joseph probably thought to himself you know what this is messed up and i don't want to be a part of it anymore
6: that's why he quit
1: yeah totally reasonable <laughs> it's like
6: and also oh, neander is like, a yeah. dick <laughs>
1: yes yeah. well yeah. he's also, he's a very very mani- manipulative dick and he's, he's he's ready to replace l already man man replace all Ego. the
6: people let he me, wants to replace all the people
5: let me tell you something
6: he's a poor queen he's let me tell bore you something
5: queen. men am I right always needing to <laughs> replace someone
1: <laughs> jeez Oh, boy. So, in the next episode, Wallace Jr. is uh, enjoying the fact that he's no longer under his father's thumb and has now inherited the company and has all the freedom that entails. And Elle is examining the sketch, and she recalls this guy uh, who worked with Dr. M. Goodman, who could potentially help her figure out who uh, this guy is, the the picture that she has, which we know is Wallace Jr. And so does Joseph, but he's pretending like he doesn't know, as per usual. <laughs> but Joseph suggests instead she should go see Goodman and have him erase her bad memories so she doesn't have to think about them anymore. And she apparently thinks that's a fine idea. So she calls him up, goes to his lab, and Goodman is uh, very taken back that a Replicate has arrived to have their memory erased. This is apparently something that does not normally happen. <laughs> but he he's totally willing to go along with it. Uh, <laughs> despite the whole situation that occurred before, He he doesn't seem... The least bit phased about helping the replicant who killed his former boss, I guess uh, even his boss or colleague. That close. I shouldn't assume bosses. It could could have just been a colleague. True. Good Goodman seems to know his way around this machine. Uh, when L finds out that you can't like pinpoint good memories to keep, she still decides that it's worth it to. Go through the a racial procedure and has Joseph promised to her that he'll be there when she wakes up in the machine. And Joseph says, Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. And then, as she goes under, he confesses all of the things to her that she uh, uh that that he's been working for Wallace Jr. this whole time. The man in her memory is Wallace Jr. And she was created in order to kill his father. And Joseph was assigned to help her with the assassination. Then he breaks his promise and leaves thinking it would be better that he's not there when she wakes up. And Joseph calls Junior and tells him that L has been retired, which is of course a lie, which of course Wallace Junior already realizes and Thus, he sends his new creation, Water Lily, out to kill Elle. And uh, Joseph gives a call to Officer Alani Davis and tells her where Black Lotus is going to be and tells her that she should arrest her, but don't hurt her. Then Water Lily makes uh, haste, getting over to Goodman's lab, kills a bunch of people, incapacitates Goodman, kills him but not before he manages to shut off the machine and water lily slices the tank of the machine which thankfully does not harm L L gets out gets out of the machine looks up says hey who are you and water lily's like i'm you but better <laughs> Uh, I also have to make the stupid joke that when she gets into the machine that's supposed to erase her memory, it starts fogging up. I was like, those memories are getting foggy.
6: Oh, well done, sir. Thank you. Thank,
1: thank you. That's, that's beautiful. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so Water Lily, not White Lotus, which might have been a bit more cliche, <laughs> but essentially the same. The White Pawn is going after the Black Pawn. This isn't a Go analogy. I don't have a go analogy. I remember this tweet. What are, what are the pieces called in go? <laughs> I don't, I don't remember. It's been a while since I've seen a car no go. Yeah. <clears throat> so now Wallace Jr. is trying to kill L. He'll probably try to kill Joseph. Uh, And Joseph has uh, also contacted Marlowe to talk about Black Lotus. The pieces are coming together to whatever conclusion there may be.
6: And he's still under the assumption that she's going to lose her memories and she won't be what she was. Which is really interesting. Like, if you're in that position where you could take away all the memories because most of them were bad. I mean, for her, her, her most uh, um, traumatizing memories are the ones that are the ones that, that, that are most prevalent for her, mm-hmm. and and that's seeing her fellow fellow replicants slaughtered, and then have the and then going and murdering the people who did it. So it's like, okay, how does that how does that mm-hmm. make you like? living with that, you know, even as a replicant. And so it, it's like, okay, you know, make the decision to sit with them at the same time. She's losing any of her good memories. And it's just such a curious decision. And she does it so readily too. She, she goes in there and she's like, yes, just do it. And I, I was just, I was just really surprised. And I think, I think because Joe, you know, she's a replicant and she knows that these that some of them aren't real and that she'd be better off without them. I think that's why it's so much easier for her, but it is an interesting thing to think about. Like if you could just erase the bad memories, would you?
5: Yes. 100%. I was about to ask everyone on the podcast that same question. Mine is a 100% yes. Like it's not even, it's not even a question. But it's
6: tough because it makes you who you are. And sometimes, you know, it can make good things like her. She developed a friendship and then she, she learned about, how empty revenge is and and how you know how to feel sad and all these other things so she got something from it but i don't know it's 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 a tough call it's a tough call
5: I, i'm a I, I would like to say for me it's it's just i'm a very different case on the type of memory stuff um and something that i won't get into on this podcast but for me on my personal like background and what i uh was brought up with and all that type of stuff it wouldn't be a hard decision for me but i do think that i'm on the very 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 far end of the bell curve uh, when it comes to hmm. that type of uh decision on that kind of thing but i i do find the concept of erasing one's memories permanently and like starting anew and whatever Sorry, okay. can, is that something that people actually do want to do because memories build experience would uh builds on Uh, kind of growth in a sense. So you're basically restarting, uh, to a point that maybe you might be like more immature. And I mean, more so on an intellectual level, just because not so much on the, like, you know, uh, you you have cooties and things like, you know, not, not that type of level, but, uh, erasing those types of things. Uh, how are you able to kind of regain that type of uh, mental maturity that you need to be able to survive? Because it's not as if like you get rid of those memories and you de-age, you're going to be the same of where you are. And again, it's a little different with L, but if we were putting this concept in for more, you know, regular humans, uh, it's a very, very uh, interesting concept to uh, think about. Because I'm sure when a lot of people would answer this, it's like they don't Realize well, then you're gonna to have to relearn almost like a ton of things uh, on that type of level. So it, it's mm-hmm. it's a very interesting type of debate that one can have with themselves on that.
4: Yeah, we are a sum of our experiences and choices. So to lose your memories, even if they're bad, ch- would change who you are. And I know me, growing up, I had a lot of bullying and whatnot. If I lost that, I might have lost some
5: of the empathy I have.
1: Hmm a good point
5: well like i say my, my answer comes from very very personal and very um off topic type of things for a podcast so that's why i can at least easily answer it for myself and i like <laughs> for I
1: practical say, purposes if you erased your memories and you had to keep on going living like what do you what do you you can't do your job you nope. can't pay your bills. nope but i can still play ganyu so that's all
5: that matters to me <laughs> you're just as old <laughs> but, but as you were thing. but you <laughs> You wouldn't Nothing. know who she is. True, but I'll learn to love her again. But you that's learn the to best part. all over that's again. That, that's that's the best part. Oh, my God. But anyway, <laughs> going back to the Blade Runner on that, um, I do find it interesting how, for Joseph at least, where he's kind of the one that kind of not necessarily plants the seed with L of Erasing Memories, but more so in a sense where a lot of that topic about memories was brought up with him and how like, Elle's like, Oh, I will never forget. And now she's dealt with a traumatic thing with everyone dying, but the memories of the doll hunt still haunt her. Uh, the words uh, that Wallace uh, senior said to her still haunts her. And it's like, Joseph kind of connected with her because he has memories that really haunt him as well, such as killing uh, the replicant or, uh, that we saw in the flashback. And it's like, it's almost as if like she wants to try to forget because she doesn't want to end up like Joseph subconsciously. But I mm. think she's also realizing that if she does go eventually through as we saw at the end of this episode, that maybe she would lose a lot of her edge too, which apparently she really kind of needs to just survive. So it it, 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 I found it interesting cause like they talked about this before and then like Elle wasn't really sure she was ready to get rid of those memories. Um, uh, and I still think she probably sides more with Kuro about like not wanting to, or like ultimately not really thinking it's the best way to go at things after all said and done. But it it's almost like she was influenced just because of how bad Joseph's memories have really like, tormented him as compared to how hers obviously tormented her too. But I think the part that really torments her more is the fact that she isn't sure which ones are real and which ones aren't. And so being able mm-hmm. to kind of build off of the ones that she wants to be real, I think is uh, what helps the most. Cause as, as we joked before in this podcast, ignorance is bliss. I think she kind of wants to have a little bit of that, but I mean, I, I don't know but, it's not as if I can,
6: that was never part of his job. So you can, I, I think it's a safe assumption that he's looking for redemption by talking mm-hmm. her into her memory erasure. I think, I think that's him sort of, floundering for some form of redemption not just from what he did in the past but for what his involvement with her and, and her revenge quest.
5: Yeah, and I don't think he's even really liked what he's had to do throughout this entire part for Junior. It, it seems like well, he he's
6: completely haunted. Definitely not. He's
5: so no, haunted. Well, haunted from his, from his own like Blade Runner path, but I just mean in general with like taking up the job with Junior, I feel like there's so much regret with him actually doing because when he was looking at her as uh, her memories were starting to get erased. It's like that's not something you can act. You can't act that type of look that he had. I think he legitimately like really regrets, and maybe it's a little more obvious when he called Officer Davis to be like, "You have to protect her now. I can't do it anymore." So maybe like that makes it a little easy to like say that type of thing. But like seeing seeing the two look at each other, I was like, "No, that's not someone who's like doing this to get a payday or anything like that." I think he legitimately wants her to be uh better, like you know, happier, and like he doesn't like the fact that he's been like deceiving her this whole time.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Why he, you know, <laughs> had to confess all those things once he knew that she was under.
5: Which is That's so true. sad. It's so mm-hmm. sad. I don't it like is, feelings.
1: It's, it's not a happy story. No,
3: what he's I, doing I had a lot
6: of
1: feels. He, he has a lot of feels. He believes it to be a mercy, but if she really does forget everything, like, that's gonna put her in a very dangerous place because they're still gonna be trying to get rid of her. Now, clearly she woke up and she's still got some skills, if nothing else, so. But, like, I'm unhappy about
6: the collateral damage.
1: I suppose his idea is that Officer Davis could protect her, but. Could she really? Clearly, the corruption runs deep. It's uh, yeah, it's a, it's a tough prospect. Honestly, she probably would have been safer with him, if anybody. But uh, I realize that he wants to get away from the situation and hopes to. Like he's not really putting her in hiding or anything, which is probably what she needs to do to survive this other than straight up confronting but well the choice has been made for her
0: <laughs> yeah it really felt like he was choosing what was best for him rather than what was best for L and trying to justify it as what was best for her to, like make him feel less that. bad about it
1: mm. he's a complicated man Comp, 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 complicated, complicated, complicated. I
3: You'll like get
1: it. there,
3: sketch.
1: Words are hard. One step at a time. Words are hard, and that's why Wordle is hard. Oh jeez. But I haven't lost yet. I almost got stumped on today's
4: word. I may need to start playing that silly. No, line.
5: don't. <laughs> oh no. It's so
0: fun though, CJ. No, there's I like a, word there's games. already
4: a game
5: like that. It's called Lingo. Perhaps. better
1: but is everybody playing lingo the, if not then that's their loss i'm not here blame to... maki you know blame maki because maki started tweeting about it. i was like all right i'm gonna play like... <laughs> there's only one <laughs> game for me
5: of course there is exactly girls and, I, mine.
1: and I can't <laughs>
3: hey what does gfl teach you TK check TK out to the
1: anime i have is it good does it meet your approval i'm okay with it all Uh, right it's only it's only
5: what three episodes in so it's like you know i wanna i it's like the whole and this is gonna be really weird it's like the whole lebron better than mj argument it's hard for me to qualify or quantify what lebron's career is until he's actually done and so you can have your initial reactions, your hot takes, you know, your week to week hot takes of it. But for something like this, I want to see all of it before I come down with any conclusions. So that's fair. But I will that's say fair. this. Get it on Tunami. Jason, please, please, please get Girls Frontline on Tsunami, please. And, and <laughs> pl- just for the love of God, man, I will I will literally just streak across my neighborhood. I do not care. Give oh, me boy. give me the girls frontline anime on Toonami. Please
6: you heard it here, folks. TJ Will Streak.
5: i selling tickets. Do do Girls Frontline, uh, Spy X Family, and um Chainsaw. Ooh, Get all three of those, please. Spy
1: X Family. Please. Yeah, please, please don't let Chainsaw Man go to Netflix. Exactly. So make it a package not, deal. I, Be just like I we'll take these
5: that. two banger series and then we'll take, you know, the the gotcha waifu games with the bountiful waifus that are I know
1: there's lovely. all kinds of business reasons why they don't pursue this usually but it'd be nice if they just licensed some anime and got them dubbed themselves
5: you know the anime that I would love that for sketch we've talked <laughs> about it a million times Get domestic me. girlfriend? You shut your whore mouth, be <laughs> lord. Sentai's already got that one taken care of. Don't worry about I it. I still need to watch that series, too. Um, no. Really? It's Recreators.
1: Oh, Oh, yes, no, that please. one is get me That's a good idea. idea. Please. Yeah, if anybody can even license that, it seems like some kind of Anaplex licensing and help. And then,
5: and then Hitman Reborn.
1: Uh, Discotech has that. Right. Disc- disc- Talk with them. Disc- <laughs> Discotheque, and they said to, it
5: was too to, expensive, but too you know expensive what? to dub. But you know what? Guess who has
1: money? Not me. You know, you know tsunami could use another long runner. I <laughs> see, 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 <laughs>
0: yeah. see, see, yeah. see, yeah. see. And so. Henry still looks pretty good, even for like an older show. Mm. Mm. And
5: uh, what was it? What's oh, Made in Abyss. So the actress who plays Rico in that loves that show and still wants it dubbed. So there's hope there is mm-hmm. hope so there we go but we we've diverged too much because girls frontline has an anime anyway sketch blade runner black lotus it's amazing it's awesome it makes you feel things
1: it definitely poses some interesting philosophical questions along the way yes yeah, so which I'm is be much nicer to my
5: faucet after this podcast yeah <laughs> yep, be nice to your faucets and don't forget your microwave
4: your microwave is your friend
1: Thank Siri every time. Was, think of a yep. robot invasion. <laughs> I turned Siri I don't, off. Don't yell at your Siri either,
4: or Amazon Alexa. Be nice to them. Yeah, be well, nice. I don't to have
6: them. any of those
4: things. Neither
1: do I, for a reason. <gasps> yeah, I don't. I, I don't have Siri activated. <laughs> on this the is bright so side, so
0: annoying.
1: On the bright
5: side, I'm just glad I now she know might what a Shush,
6: shush.
5: She can hear us. I,
4: me. for one, welcome our robot overlord.
5: No. I I need to get That's rid not of the man. robots. helping,
3: man.
5: Get Wrong rid message. of the robots. I'm becoming a Blade you Runner. You want to live in harmony. Sketchup, to a Blade harmony. Runner
1: academia. But let, let us stress that, that replicants are not robots. They are flesh and blood. It's true. They Artificial are. humans. Yeah.
6: yeah.
0: And
1: like Evangelions.
6: Can we can we talk a little bit about Junior's God complex? Like,
1: oh God, why,
6: oh boy. what hanging out this? in Doctor
1: Jero's yeah. basement?
0: Yeah, right. Jesus. I'm like light from Death Note, basically.
1: Yes, the, 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 complete the, the, with the emo hair.
0: Good <laughs> just lord, get a chip and eat I mean,
1: it. Full of yourself, this guy's just like, yes, I'm the
6: world
1: for this my. This dude needs a re-yoke to get himself in check. <laughs> oh, God, in a
6: weird way, his view about replicants being the future makes more sense to me than the guys who are like they're just here for us to use them however like his future vision which i'm not entirely clear what it is, is a, it kind of creeps me out that like he's he this god complex you know like i'm a megalomaniac this
1: is just slavery with more steps
4: uh, yeah basically it's more like the other, the the extreme on one end is just as bad as the extreme on the other is is what I'm
6: seeing from him. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He likes. Like, and look at how he makes reasons. Water Lily.
6: She she seems Water Lily seems much more um, obedient and submissive than um, Black Lotus does. Like L seems to have a personality. She has regrets. She she has um second thoughts about her mission and like water lily she's like she's there the whole time and doesn't say anything and she's just silently slaughtering cops and
3: and she's Mm. just like
6: all right then next thing like it kind of creeps me out a little bit she seems way more uh stereotypical replicant if you will if you Mm -hmm. were to if you were there she seems more fake than l does
1: well, I think the reasoning for why L is the way she is is to make it less obvious that she's a replicant until it's too late. Yeah.
0: It's all according to Wallace Jr.'s
1: Keikaku. Uh, <laughs> oh
0: my god, you beat me to
1: it! Mmm, that's yeah. some good Keikaku. Mm, yeah. Also, Chocolate. one thing
0: I, I didn't think about with Wallace Jr. is that in 2049, he's blind. And in this show, he still has his eyesight.
1: So I wonder if, like, When's he gonna, gonna get blind? I can't yeah, wait till he's happen. blind. Like is it L happen. gonna blind him? That'd be pretty. That'd be awesome. Ooh, yeah. That would be. It seemed like he has some kind of special affliction of blindness, though. Like it's not normal blindness, or maybe they just dressed it up in the movie. I don't know.
5: Now, 2049. That's the Ryan Gosling movie, right? Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
5: Okay. okay. Jared, let me know. See, I, 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 don't know anything about this. Why am That's I okay. here? But I'm here.
4: <laughs> See, you're here so that you go and watch the movies because they're good.
5: I yeah, yeah. Especially I told the second you one. how I have it. I have the Mugen Train, and I still have yet to watch it. I have no idea. Oh, tsk, man. Like man. okay.
1: Mugen Train is just fine.
0: Yeah, Mugen trains like pretty average.
1: I enjoy Mugen I, Train, but yeah, it's
5: like one of the highest grossing anime films of all time. What do you mean? I'm so confused. It's not You're raving 30, about though. it.
2: Here, here's the thing.
6: Logan Train you is great. Train.
5: It is
4: great the first time you see it. It is much less great the fifth time you see it.
6: Yeah. Or the sixth time. I, I think or I'm the being punked. Time. Uh-huh. I think I'm being punked. You couldn't shut up about how great it was before V-Lord. Maybe, maybe you just is this just you this is because you watched it? This is because
4: me and V-Lord had to watch it like a whole bunch of times because they put it in the sub on the show. The more you watch it, the more, like I guess, it's, hype
0: you get about it.
4: I, it's hard to explain. It's one of those ones where
5: it's diminishing returns. Yeah, yeah, I see. I, I'd say so. Well, it's on like the, the animation side. just feels like the TV show. On the bright side, I'll be watching the *Heaven's Field* movie first, then then. You know what? If I do Mugen Train, I might set up a call so you guys can join as I'm watching it first time. Like Domestic Girlfriend, because I still have yet to see
1: it. (laughs) You know, we talk
4: about Mugen Train, and then of course a train comes right by my apartment complex. Chugga, 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 chugga,
1: chugga, 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 woo woo.
4: Oh, it's making noises. That's the only reason I said anything. I don't know if the mic's picking it up.
3: And
1: on that train of thought... Hey! Very funny. funny. Uh, I'm on fire tonight.
3: I, I thought Inakai it was the roof. I didn't laugh, but the it was roof. Good.
5: The roof is on fire! My God,
6: we don't need no replicants.
1: But I'm not That's as the... on fire we as Mr.
6: Goku.
1: Set your heart, set ablaze. your heart
4: ablaze!
1: Oh
5: my God, <laughs> did you two just become best friends? <laughs>
0: we already were. <laughs> We've um, seen that movie too many times. We
4: have to help, <laughs> please. If I have, if we, the
0: Lord. Wait, wait,
1: wait. wait. Mugen those. train or Mugen train. Wait, what was the
0: other option?
1: The the movie that CJ quoted. I'm
6: really oh, lost. Step okay. Guys.
1: Step Brothers.
6: I'm so lost.
1: For a moment, yeah, there I was like, really "Oh lost. gosh, what's the title? What's the title? What's the title? Step Brothers. That's it." Yeah, no, I'm going I've certainly not seen step, mo-
6: step Step Brothers.
5: I heard step moms. What? I never heard step that. Step moms. That's what I heard from girls.
0: I was like, brothers. wait a minute, CJ, stop thinking about domestic girlfriend. Wait, what?
5: Girls, <laughs> <laughs> really confused, guys. I'm really confused. I don't even know what they're. T- I don't
1: know anything She's about domestic She's my girlfriend. stepsister because she steps on me.
5: Oh. Well, uh, that just happened. I mean, there's some kinky
0: oh stuff God. in that show.
5: I need to watch this. All right. All right. All right. I'm getting it open right
1: now. We're going to, I'm going to watch this. <laughs> we're not. <laughs>
3: oh, no. Uh, goodness. Okay. okay. Any other topic, like relevant podcast, discussion
1: to have here? Any, any, any other relevant thoughts?
5: I'm glad you guys could tell
1: me uh... what the
5: name of the new replicants called, because boy, the ones I came up with were not good. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, I told you the Ooh, white cloth Lord. replicant the white glad
6: that's really really bad
5: white glad yes somebody's got fire force on the brain (laughs) listen listen maki that is the tweet send like subscribe that i approve i approve of that yes yeah
6: yes you haven't said much
5: i mean
0: i guess my main thoughts (laughs) on letter are like i like it i feel like it's kind of predictable at this point and i have a feeling I already know how it's going to end so I I'm, I'm kind of just watching at this point because I really love Blade Runner rather than I'm fully invested in the show but the show itself is still perfectly fine it's just not
4: blowing me away I think that might
6: be one feelings, of the few too. people I think I might be one of the few people that's actually invested
4: I just, Oh I'm invested It's good
3: it's the good The dark the
6: darkness really appeals to me like Elle's character arc appeals to me. I'm really I'm really curious about Joseph. I, I I mean, I guess I could make some guesses. Um, I'm sad that Goodman's dead because I kinda of liked him. He was he's interesting. Um, but I, I'd like to know like where where do things go with Joseph's relationship with Black Lotus with Elle. I don't know. I I don't know why it just it strikes a chord with me for some reason the the, the show like the, the dark nature of it and,
3: and the whole mm. memory
6: and revenge quest thing it's just it's just striking a chord with me in the right way maybe it's just i've been moody lately and it's winter time and this is what i need you are
5: know? you are you taking revenge on someone kuro do i need to fight someone again
6: oh my gosh no no
5: someone I, send no. kuro a sword oh she's a vigilante too she will have to fight her ass. seven evil alexis <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> oh,
6: Scott Pilgrim. We don't talk about my secret identity on the podcast, guys. Come on,
5: do this, <laughs> dude. I'm not it's kidding. Deadly she, for everyone literally, she literally parkours off of like rooftops and everything. She, <laughs> it's it's pretty amazing. There's a reason we call her Kuro. Mm. <laughs> I just don't think I'm invested, just because I'm not like. I've never seen anything Blade Runner, and that's that's more on me. That's not like a. I, I've show.
1: seen all the Blade Runner stuff, and I'm just kind of this is fine.
5: <laughs> yeah, we have Shenmue now. Shenmue, please. But I mean, like for me, I, I, I am invested. I am like invested into it just because, like, I want to, like, I have to pay attention to the series. Like, I've been watching it closely. I've been helping Yumiko with her reviews for it very closely. So like, I am invested with it. It's just, I, God, the, like I said, the the last that really like had me obsessed and got me like really going nuts was arcane. And it's been a long time since like a show's got me like that. I want to say like the first run of black clover and that finished quite a while ago too. And I wasn't even as up to date with the first run of it, you know, until like it came on to Nami where I was, where I left off and I was like, Oh great. I can, you know, I can kind of, we see these things, but I'm just, I'm just so busy. And and then, of course, also, like, my interests also have shifted a little bit, where before I'd be watching, you know, like, 20 to 30 simulcasts per season, and now I'm much more interested in gaming, in, you know, Twitch culture, uh, YouTube stuff as well, so... Um, I, I think more just because my interest of what I consume for media has drastically changed um, for a while. Uh, the best part, though, for me, is the fact that I'm glad that for at least *Tsunami*, it's the first place to see Blade Runner Black Lotus, right? Just like it was the first place for *Fully mm-hmm. Cool. Progressive and Alternative, just like it was for Fena, just like it will be for Shenmue, Uzumaki, uh, hopefully more things as well. Um, I like that part of it because at least... Like that helps give me more incentive to be excited to watch and as odd and and this is really the the funny thing about it, like if it wasn't for these originals, I probably would be even more like separated from the block. you know no fault on tsunami, just like I said, my interest has fallen into other places. And, like, honestly, the thing that I'm looking forward to most, even though I was, like, kind of, eh, of it joining a block is One Piece, (laughs) just because, like, oh, this is awesome, like, I get to hear them in the time skip, because, in English, because I stopped watching the dub, uh, I want to say, right after um, a certain character dies, Oh. At Marineford, I think I stopped right yeah. there because I wanted, I wanted to hear the. You're gonna VA. make me cry. I know. I wanted to hear the VA because he doesn't uh, do anime as much, and if at all anymore. And so the fact that he did come back for that character, I was like, "Oh, that's awesome!" But then I just stopped. You know, I watched the sub up to Dressrosa, uh, and I got you know accustomed to the voices. So like, it's just cool for me to kind of come back to like, "Oh yeah, One Piece." You know, I've already seen Made in Abyss quite a few times. It's a great show. I love it. Um, so and Ugh. so.
1: The reaction to "Made in the business is the reason I'm watching. <laughs> you are. A I, I'm gonna
4: be your 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 guinea pig because I have never seen it's it. Before.
5: you are a sadist, and Thanks. honestly, oh, don't, don't don't on my don't list Don't don't make that. Oh god, that's. I worry just because how, um, explicit that is. So uh, just be, but it's just like I said, like. The fact that they at least lead it with an original, especially even one that I'm not like so like gung ho about, but I'm at least invested into it, is really nice. It, it, it is. I, I, I like that. You know, we need. I would love to have like multiple uh, originals, kind of like what. Well, really... for one week, you're right. gonna have it. Right, and I wish it was kind of more than one week, but
1: um, you know, you get it. You might it have eight. been if the stars had aligned.
3: <laughs> A just two? say...
6: Now that I think about it, one of the things that really appeals to me about the show is how it's kind of different from a lot of the anime that's been playing. Like, as much as I love, you know, like Naruto, and I enjoy One Piece, it's so flashy and dialogue-heavy, and and Blade Runner is kind of minimalist. It's set by the the atmosphere and the mood, and there's just a few sentences of dialogue between the characters. They're not like overt characters you don't have like a lot of flash and and yeah that can be charming and it really makes anime anime and that's you know there's certainly with the uh, fena we had a lot of those and and we've talked about them before but like it's different and it gives me something different to watch and I kind of like it. it it gives me a chance to see in this case less is more and I, I've said in the past how I like seeing those kinds of Different styles on tsunami, and 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 I really like this here now, where it's just it's it's not super flashy. It doesn't have a lot of dialogue, but when they do have dialogue, it's meant to be meaningful, you know. And they do they do close-ups to the camera and characters' faces at certain moments, and then they back away for the action scenes, like you know. And they don't have like weird perverted camera angles as well, like anime does. Like it's it, it's bringing something. Interesting to the block, and I think I think that's the
5: other reason it feels to me. They had some perverted camera angles.
1: I mean, they do like to zero in on Elle's tushy. <laughs> they do, <laughs> especially when she was wearing the the spy suit, <laughs> which, by the oh, way, yeah. looked great. It was nice that's to see really Elle wear
3: something
1: <laughs> But also, Curl,
5: I think I understand why you like the minimalist part that you were talking about. One of your favorite shows is Primal. One of your favorite games oh. is Among Us. There's like, there's a thing where less is more, and I think that Blade Runner Black Lotus actually hits that note really, really well, um, because there are moments where it's just a lot of the emotion kind of conveying by nonverbal cues. Like what touched me the most in episode eleven was when Joseph and Elle are just looking at each other as Elle's about to have her memories race. There was no talking, but you could just feel what they're saying through. Yeah. Uh, the tone of the music, uh, the way that they were looking at each other, those kind of things. It's really cool. And like, you know, to kind of correlate it to like Among Us, the most important part is that you need to decipher what's important. What's, what's, what are people saying that's important and what their actions are doing that's important? And you have to kind of cut through all the fluff to where you get this minimalistic, okay, who went where? What did they do? Are they lying? Are they not? type of thing. And it's, who
6: killed Kuro first? that always happens.
5: True. <laughs>
1: but, but but So, so would Joseph be good at among us? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. No, no. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But no no. But I, would Wallace Jr. be better? No. No.
5: No, cuz everyone no, would kill him
3: first. He yeah. would be immediately
5: <laughs> sus. Everyone would just be like, "Yeah." I would literally call alive. a meeting and just say, That's "I saw them get kill him, him first. out." But, uh, no, I saw no. him. He, he's there. It's him. Look at his face. Okay, throw him up. He looks But that but, guy is I, not smooth. I, I only, I only make that <laughs> kind of comparison for Kuro, just because like Among Us isn't like the flashiest game, right? You, there are games that have much better graphics, much better UIs, much better all these type of things. But the little things that Among Us gives makes it that complete, really great party game. And I think Blade Runner, Black Lotus, from what Kuro saying. Kind of, it's not the best at this. It's not the greatest at that. But the kind of things that it does uh, well adds to like, oh, it has like this little thing that really makes it all come together to make it enjoyable for her. And you know, I I tease with like, oh, she likes this, so it's like it makes sense for that. It's just more so in a sense to kind of (laughs) give people a compare. Like, like, guys, I compared what was it, the Rick and Morty to the Mary Tyler Moore show, like. (laughs) <laughs> it's just what I do. I just think of these very weird comparisons that, like, make sense when I strengthen the argument with my points.
6: And for those who are afraid, like, Ok oh, likes everything, I don't like Rick and Morty. Please don't me hate mail.
3: Don't <laughs> <me> hate mail. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't think anyone like dislike
4: Black Lotus. It's a good
6: show.
5: Oh, no, that's not... I wasn't suggesting, like, that part of it. I was just kind of piggybacking on what curl was saying more he's than-
6: making yeah, a, yeah joke. Yeah. Well, like, so uh, i guess this is before we what we had like five stop recordings before we actually recorded this podcast because we've been talking for an hour about nothing
3: and we were Seinfeld. Joke,
6: like that i still have strong feelings Don't about a lot of shows. <laughs> and i was just saying well no there's something that i i'm indifferent to like like one piece coming back and that's all that's i'll say about it <laughs> i'm indifferent to that it's
1: fine You're not ripping out my heart and stomping on it.
6: (laughs) No, it's not a bad thing. I just, I'm just like, okay. Kuro,
1: I
0: think Sketch needs a hug.
5: That's my job to ruin uh, Sketch's hearts and dreams.
6: Okay, look. Anytime I can see Zoro be Zoro is always a good moment for
1: Kuro. (laughs) Zoro shows up. Wow, I'm the first one here. Guess they all got lost. (laughs) And then he immediately ruined it by getting on the wrong boat. (laughs)
0: And then destroying said That's not my
1: ride. Wait, this isn't my ship. He destroys their boat. It's like it's your fault. No, it's your fault. (laughs) (laughs) I love Zoro. Zoro's awesome. Big idiot. But you know what
5: I love? Genshin Impact, and I want to play. So let's let's wrap it. Let's wrap this up. It's been a wonderful segment. Into this game. Listen, they have very very attractive men and women.
6: I'm just afraid I'll lose myself like if I start oh, playing a game? Yes,
5: like, you will. I've so, a life
6: for a while. Yes. That's like most gotcha games.
5: There is yeah. a lot of like I will and you can cut this out of the podcast too, but like there's a lot of like stuff that you can do like that doesn't cost money that doesn't do this or that kind of stuff, but I do fear like if you're bored and like really have nothing to do, then you will get lost in this. Again. Well, that's
6: not the problem I have plenty to do and oh. this will be a distraction to my life that's the problem <laughs>
5: my, my thing is is like the reason why I'm very much into it is just because like obviously a certain person is a character in the game and I'd like to support that and it's it's, it's fun too like there's it, the game is fun my fun stems for the building and uh, theory crafting more so than the actual playing it but I do I do play it a lot so it, it's fun. And like I say, someone that is a friend of our podcast as character is available to get. So that's always a good incentive.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: True that. All right. Well, uh, if you listen to this whole thing, uh, it was a long podcast and I appreciate and
5: it. And bless you. Think about it. We're, we're all just friends. We like to talk. We have the gift of the gab.
1: You know this Podcast is an endurance run. <laughs>
5: it is. Hey, on the bright side, if you're bored of this episode and need to switch, listen to our arcane episode, because that was really fun. That's a. I was re, I recently mm-hmm. re-listened to that twice. It was such a good listen.
6: I should listen to it.
5: Oh, I see. Not three times. <sighs> I would have, but someone asked me to be on a podcast episode today. Uh-
1: All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) You'll get around. You'll get around to it. All right. Well, uh, thank you all for joining me on this recap conversation. There will be probably just one more of these to cover the last two episodes. Uh, hopefully we can pull together a good panel for that. Share our thoughts. I already have an idea.
3: I
5: already have an idea for that.
1: Okay. Well,
5: Oh, I
0: think you mentioned that, yeah Yes,
5: V-Lord remembers It's not mm.
1: doomed Well We'll see, we'll see But uh, and until then uh, We now return you To the rest of this podcast
5: Cue the cool music To switch it over right now Do it, do it sketch
1: Could this be
5: My love Could this be could this be my love could this be our last
1: goodbye so yeah we should get out of here
2: yes we've mined this so much that i'm starting to fall asleep um Uh-oh. no i'm kidding but my cat keeps coming up to me like looking like and the table behind me like looking at me like hey it's time to go to sleep so i can lay on you so let's go
4: well we cannot argue with our cat overlords
2: and she's a woman so you know I, oh I, well then you're really in trouble <laughs> yeah i'm in trouble so whatever <laughs> anyway so let's uh let's do this the right way so you can email us podcast at com. you can pretty much listen to our podcast on every single uh podcast app out there um we recently got added to Amazon Music. Um, I'm trying to think of what the other one was that we got added to. I think that was. I think that was. Oh, and and Facebook. That's what I was thinking. Yes, we've had a Facebook page, but now you can actually listen to podcasts on Facebook. So, um, if you go to Facebook.com/slash, Faithful Podcast, uh, not only should you like our page there. But by liking our page, you'll get all the episodes once they're posted to SoundCloud. It takes a little it takes maybe less than an hour to show up, but they will show up on there as well. So you can listen to podcasts on Facebook if you like Facebook. So not a lot of people probably like Facebook, but whatever. Um, I wish Twitter would do that too, but they haven't done that yet. Uh, and of course, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Stitcher, we're on Spotify, and as I mentioned, SoundCloud. It's uh, soundcloud.com slash podcast. Please do follow us there. That's where you're going to get the episode first. Also, there is a SoundCloud app that you can download and listen to the podcast on there as well. Um, we also have a website where you can hear every single episode as well. It's podcast.toonamifaithful.com. It's a little bit more organized, and it has all of our exclusive interviews and whatnot. So please do go there if you're a new person listening and you have no idea where we've we've come from or the interviews that we've done because we've done a lot of them. I can't even remember how many interviews we've done at this point, but I digress. And uh, as I said, we do have a Twitter as well. It's at Toonami Podcast. That's basically just the the feed for the podcast. So anytime that we post a podcast, it will be there uh, once it posts from SoundCloud. So please do follow us on our Twitter page as well. Uh, we also have a couple ways that you can help us out. Um, our Patreon, patreoncom Uh Basically, there you can do a monthly subscription and get any bonus stuff that we put up on our Patreon, which we should be doing a little bit more of. Maybe Vlord, if you have anything special, you can throw it up there. Um, as well as um, other things that we've had up there in the past, so you know you can check all that out. Um, we still have, I think it's a $3 uh, monthly fee for the the pass that I put up there because of COVID, because nobody really can afford anything these days. So if you want to contribute to that, you know, that'll help us definitely. It'll go towards all of our stuff, including the podcast, the website, and whatnot. So, And then, of course, we have um, other ways that you can do it. The most notable way is uh, using our Write Stuff link. If you go to TsunamiFaithful.com slash donate, there are some other ways that you can donate. And on there is the Right Stuff link. If you click on that link, order anything off of Right Stuff, we will get a, a portion of your order. And uh, again, that will all, that all goes to funding the website and helping us to uh, do what we do. So, And it's a free thing. You don't have to give us any money and you're buying anime. So Sketch uses it a lot and we get a lot of money from him. So thank you, Sketch. Mm-hmm. So um that's it for the podcast. Um but we need to uh get on out of here. So I believe we'll start with Laser, where can we find you, sir?
4: Well, you can find me on Twitter at LaserKid Prime. Of course, you can find my articles on Toonami Faithful itself, and you can find me when I often guest on uh, the Demon Slayer podcast.
2: Uh lord where can they find you, sir? Uh yeah, people can
0: find me on Twitter at VLordGTZ. And then I write for Tanami Faithful as well as all comic.com. So you can check out my writing over there. And then like Laser mentioned, I host the Demon Slayer podcast on Twitter at D Slayer Podcast. And then I do a few other podcasts as well. Uh Dumbweaves oh, Podcast. A few. Saturday night shot. Uh,
4: I should have said Dumb dumbweaves. I'm smart.
0: It's okay, laser. We haven't I'm released an episode weave. in a while.
2: We haven't. velor does what we call uh, suicide by podcast it's the v lord podcast universe (laughs) oh jesus yeah i guess so but anyways you can
0: find all that (laughs) stuff on my twitter bio so go go look at that
2: slides v lord a cough drop anyways um sketch where can they find you sir you
1: can find me on twitter at sketch 1984 and paul where can they find you
2: you're so simple sketch um you can email me paul pascrillo at TunamiFaithful.com. You can find me on Twitter at Pulpcroll. and um, yeah, that's that's about it right at the moment. So, um, oh, and you can also hear me on the Two Strangers One podcast as well. so tune into that as well.
1: Excuse me, sir, did you just call me simple?
2: I did. mean, it's better it than basic. Oh.
1: what did you say <laughs> that that's true. I'd rather be simple than basic.
2: That's true. That's true. <laughs> Yeah. But anyways, that's it for this week's podcast. Thank you guys for listening each and every week and listening to every episode that we've put out and all of our interviews as well. Again, we do this for you, and we will continue to do this for you until you tell us to stop. So thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. But that's it for this episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. Peace. We're out.
1: Kaizuku Oriwanaru!
2: Do you know where
4: the pirates hang out? Is that deuces in Japanese? No, it's
2: only the give
4: Pirates.
5: Oh, okay.
4: <laughs> I love how that's when you jumped to. I
2: had to. I knew I knew it wasn't, I just had to say that. I
4: right, see, we both had something in mind. I was going to try to do the Super Shed movie. <laughs>